It's December 15th, 2013, and this is the Turn-Based Attack. Welcome to the Turn-Based Attack Podcast, episode one. Your host this week, myself, Lee, and of course, I'm joined by Rob. Hi. And this is the first podcast that it I've is. done that hasn't been recorded in the Ice Palace, which is where we record Tits the Iceberg and Longbox Radio. That's true. We're in Castle Rob. Uh, I, I refer to this room affectionately as the Fortress of Solitude. Okay, well, which that's is ironic. Related, so. Well, yeah. Which yeah. is ironic because you hate Superman. Yeah, that's okay. what I was going to oh, right. But it's not, this isn't about Superman. No, this, this is, is about video games. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not our first episode, even though it is episode one. We did have a, a maiden voyage, as it were, in episode zero, where we kind of yeah. laid out... What the podcast yeah. was going to be like. We burned uh, that ship down, though. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> the no pants thing didn't go over. No. Uh, we do have a game of the year. I think it was year. entirely naked, actually. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Except for a shirt. The most terrible thing. Uh, we do have a game of the year 2013 thing to run on at the end of the episode here. Mike Haynes joins us uh, mm-hmm. from the comic mm-hmm. stack from Longbox Radio from any number of other things yeah. we've done. You've heard of uh, them. Yeah. Uh, in, in that segment, we also talk about VGX, which was on Spike a week ago and a day yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, last, last week. Last Saturday. Uh, so I'm not really going to talk about VGX off the top of the show because no. we kind of do cover most of it during the end of the show. I so. think we cover pretty yeah. much everything that needs to be said about it. Yeah. It's like time travel. You go back in time and hear a mad. It was more oh, fresh man. back then. It was yeah. a good thing. To, I was to, furious. To, yeah. yeah, fast and yep. furious. Too soon. Uh, what have you been playing recently? Uh, lately, I've been playing Lego Marvel Superheroes. All right. Sure. Picked that up on, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. on PS4 the other day. Uh, what was it? Oh, like a, the, in the next gen. The yeah, only way to I'm enjoy the, your Lego I'm game. I'm in the next gen yeah. enjoying my lo-fi Lego game. Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty good. Uh, aside from that, I'm also... I, I picked up Rogue Legacy, finally. Uh, which is, I like Interestingly enough, I actually say in the game of the year... Uh, you actually I, name it as one of your game I, of the years without ever playing no, it. No, no. I named it as one of the games I want to play, okay. uh, but didn't have a chance to. But I was like, you know what? I have to pick it up. Yeah. So I did. And I actually Did really, you at least really get it like on it. sale? Uh, no. Because it was like I dirt. Paid, I, paid like, it was like two bucks, I paid it was like 15 bucks. Oh, uh, well, like, you know, oh, whatever. What you going to yeah, do? But no, I'm playing that, that and, um, and Lego Marvel. Um, that's pretty much it. I haven't really been able to play too much this week. I, I mean, I borrowed Killzone from you. I haven't had a chance to pop that in yet, but... Yeah. That's really about it. What about uh, what about I've, you? I've had the opposite. Uh, TV shows have kind of stopped for the season, so oh, I'm, I'm this is catch up time, yep. man. Uh, catch up and mustard. Mm-hmm. I uh, aside from Peggle Two, which I've been well, playing religiously since it came because out, because you're a grandpa. Uh, yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Um, me, and a, me and a bunch games. of the you know the neighborhood like spinsters get together and we just Peggle Two, and it's a <laughs> and crochet, and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> take, we, we play Peggle Two on the yeah. Xbox One, and you guys crochet, uh, and we crochet Peggle Peggle, yeah. Peggle uh, Masters. Uh, like I made a Bjorn it's pretty good uh, no I, I, I've been trying to finish up st- stuff that I never got to finish up right uh, namely this morning I finished up Saints Row 4 which I was I was 30 minutes away from the ending of because uh, me and my buddy were co-oping it and mm-hmm. then eventually you know six months down the line or whatever I'm just like did you end up finishing the game he's like oh yeah totally I'm like I, yeah he's like a platinum but and so I'm like okay well I guess I better finish it up and the game's fine uh, you definitely get 60 bucks out of that game by the time you're finished it and it's a lot of fun um mm-hmm. I don't know where they go with that series from here because they can't do that again. Well, it's not THQ anymore, right? Because they're obviously no. Gone. Well, it's not published by THQ anymore, but the right. the the group that develops it is still Who the same was? group of guys. Just don't you got to put me on the spot? Is it Volition? <laughs> 
I, I think it's volition. Say, we both have laptops yeah. in front of us, but no, we're we not, can't look it not, up. No, that's what you, that's what guess would you get when you're born from the like yeah. the late nineties or exactly. late eighties? Huh? What was early, that? Early not 90s, sure. Late 80s. Oh well, yeah. figure it out later. Yeah, it'll come to you. You literally, yeah, you could just like, well, who's that actor? You could find it in a mo- matter of seconds. Yeah. I could, if I said Chris O'Donnell, the movie Chris O'Donnell was in that wasn't Batman. You would say Three Musketeers uh, or The Bachelor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was such such a case last night. Um, finished up the first episode of Wolf Among Us, uh, which... Oh, uh, you said you were going to do that. See, I thought I was like right near the end of it, but there was another like hour and a half of content. So apparently, apparently it wasn't. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good stuff. Looking forward to the second episode of that. Uh, popped in Bioshock. Was going to do Burial at Sea, but ended up playing other stuff. Uh, yeah. I started nuzlocking Pokemon Black because I didn't have enough games to play, I guess. Wrong. Um, <laughs> just for fun. If you don't know what nuzlocking is... Look it up. Look it up. Or, it's a challenge. Or very sure. briefly, I'll explain it poorly. Uh, it, you're putting additional rules on the game. Uh, I think most traditionally... Self-imposed rules. Yeah, self-imposed rules. Uh, rules. I think most traditionally, uh, you you catch only one Pokemon per area. So you get to Route 1. First Pokemon you encounter is the Pokemon you catch. Uh, and if a Pokemon faints in battle, it has to be released. And yeah. what you're trying to do is beat the game under these conditions. And you can add more rules to it. There's a, you know, a no Pokemon Center run. There's... Uh, any number of things you can do, but I'm I'm doing that with Pokemon Black right now, just be, because I don't know. Just I yeah, well, no, I destroyed Pokemon X. Like, Let me ask you something. Nothing left for me to do that game. Have you visited your Animal Crossing town recently? I did. It's winter now. Oh man, it says the season, buddy. Yeah, I, Making snow people. I visited it probably a couple days before you then, because it was still fall for me, and it was. I actually noticed that people's seasons turn over at different times. I had it was snowing and there was snow on the ground. Whereas Krista it might not officially been winter. You might Krista have had, had a whole a... week when she had like autumn. Still. Yeah, I, yeah, I had autumn in mind. It might not have. Sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, I'm enjoying. Well, they do. They send out notices on like the little town board there to tell yeah, you that snowfall's like, coming. We're activating winter next week, <laughs> yeah. so be ready. Yeah, get be some, ready. Get a Santa hat and some yeah. snowshoes. Uh, it's oh, man, that game makes me feel like crap every time I try it. What Animal uh, Crossing? Yeah, because I'm just like they're they're all like. Oh my gosh, like we thought that you left us for good. And yeah. I'm like, no, I yeah. just found other stuff to do. You know, these animals are relying on you. They need you to Lobo. show up. You ever seen that guy Lobo? Yeah, I have oh, Lobo man. in my town, He's actually. A, no, um, I have Fang in my town, sorry. I have Lobo in my okay, town. Okay, well, Fang's and better. He is. <laughs> He's what? He's, he just he lays into you every time. You got just, Genji in your town, too? He got what? Genji? Genji? Yeah, his name's Genji. No, I don't He's like Genji. a ninja. I have Bardo, which is a big bear with a beard. There's this little bear called uh, like Clyde or something. I can't remember what his name is, but I gave him like a, a shirt that looks like a bee. My villagers so, can beat up your villagers. That's all I'm not. saying. That's, That's all I'm saying. You want to fight? Saying. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. They all get right. like one hermit living on the beach who knows karate. <clears throat> like he'll he'll mess you up, man. Nice. Don't don't mess with him. So uh, other than that, uh, I was trying to avoid the game Starbound because I knew if I started playing mm-hmm. it, that would be it. That's like, the uh, the that's. that's Early access, right? yeah, it's in, it's like it's beta. I guess yeah. you'd say early access is, is probably more accurate. It's fifteen bucks right now, twenty once it actually comes out. But the game is fully playable right now. Uh, mm-hmm. There's regularly updating it, adding stuff to it. If you wait, hold pay on for early access. Yeah. do you have to pay an extra five bucks no. to play the full the, game? You bought the game already. Okay, yeah. So there's a lot of, lot, lot of just cases. like Minecraft. Was. There's a lot of Steam games now that come out at a discounted price. Like right. um, the Novelist came out on yeah. the tenth, and I was gonna. It's fifteen bucks right now, and then it's gonna go up to twenty. Okay. Which is its actual intended price, I You guess. know what you should look for is mm. actually a game called uh, Chroma Squad. Okay. It's by the same guys who made uh, Knights of Pen and Paper. It's like a, a very, like, uh, like lo-fi, or I don't want to say lo-fi. Uh, it's, a, it's like a retro, like, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but instead you're playing, like, you're playing it as a video game. It's okay. kind of hard to explain, but it's like an old school RPG with, like, point and click, but, like, 
or uh, I'm not doing any justice. Don't yeah, even listen to what I'm sleep. saying. Yeah. Just go look it up. It's called Knights of Pen and Paper. What There's... I was leading into this was I didn't want to play new video games because I have all these old video games to go through. For example, The Last of Us, which I'm going to do a full hard mode playthrough because I never finished it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 it, I couldn't get into it. I don't know what, what it was about that game, but I just I, I lost mm-hmm. it, man. Well, yeah. So I'm going to do that. And then Starbound was actually gifted to me. So thank you to Mark who gifted me Starbound on Steam and now has probably destroyed my life for the next few few weeks. So Yeah, it's like basically yeah. like the... Uh, that wish list is an amazing thing. It, you just put some games on there. Some generous passerby, man. Just just like, hey, ha- I got Happy Christmas, bucks. jerk. Yeah. Here you go. Um, um, Starbound is very much the Minecraft Terraria but sci-fi, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, you have a ship. You explore different planets that are procedurally generated. Uh, I love procedural generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's good stuff. Man. And then you explore and you craft and you do everything you did in Terraria, but now there's also kind of a there's a dungeon exploring mm-hmm. element. It's a 2D side score, right? Yeah, like Terraria. Think, yeah. When you're, if you're thinking of Terraria, you're thinking of this game. Yeah. Uh, except this game has different races you can play as, and it's got a space theme to it. And you can, go, well, you can sign me up. You know, you can show up at a planet and it's covered in poison. And you're like, well, let's just keep going. Cause, well, screw this. Yeah, we can't land here. <laughs> uh, what are the spec requirements for that? Pretty. Low? I'd imagine they're pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2D, yeah. 2D games, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It stores a lot of uh, a lot of assets locally, which is nice. Um, that is unlike nice. most games these days, which is like it's in the clouds. Yeah, it's in the clouds. Yeah, it's You'll up never there. Get them. It's right up, directly above you. You don't need to know about it. It's just that's where it is. Uh, so we do have the news this week. Uh, ooh. <laughs> okay. Almost just fell out of my you chair. Know, working out the kinks still. <laughs> yeah. well, I almost yeah, completely yeah, fell down on the on the table here. <laughs> uh, we um we do have some news. We do mm-hmm. have the active time conversation. We do have the key item this week. Yep. Uh, all leading up to an hour long discussion of the VGX and game of the year. So. Uh, while I said we're going to try to keep this podcast to an hour uh, to an hour and a half, this That's is probably a lie. realistically, it's a lie. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be able to go to work on Monday uh, and for eight hours just hear us, yeah. droning but on. More realistically, it'll be about a quarter of your work day, but yeah. still, and it'll just melt away. It'll melt away. Yeah, it'll melt. Uh, but let's get right let's get right into the news, shall we? Telltale's dropping uh, dropping Walking Dead season two on December seventeenth, which is this Tuesday. Yeah. Um, you already getting your season pass ready, Rob? Yeah, I'll get it. Season pass. You know, the first one was good enough for me, so I think I'll pick up the... Uh, mm-hmm. C is this. for Cookie. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Cle- Clementine has been revealed as the main character, uh, the main playable protagonist of the game. Uh, so check that out if you like the first episode. Probably more to come. I'm very curious to see how they plan to maybe top what, what was accomplished in the, the first one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you are more vulnerable as a young girl than... Playing as Lee in the first one, so you could do all kinds of new scenarios and whatnot. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, moving on to Capcom, Rob, your favorite. Uh, oh. Ultimate Ultra Street Fighter 4 video breaks down new mechanics and modes. Uh, namely, you can actually uh, equip both Ultra attacks at the same time and put them together. Yeah. Um, there's a new focus attack called a Red Focus Attack that allows you to absorb uh, a certain amount of damage while still using the attack, whereas before... Um, we didn't know how the folks attack worked and stuff like that. Uh, they've only announced four of the five new characters coming out. They've also said that if you have Super Street Fighter 4 or the Arcade Edition, those are, uh, will be upgradable. Uh, so you do not need to go buy another retail copy of this game. It's probably going to be a $15 uh, update. So Whatever, man. I mean, $15. If, if, I don't know how much it is. I'm assuming $15, $20 bucks for f- characters alone is, why do they need is to the pay, going price these days. Why do they're, they need to charge people for patches to their games? It's not a patch. Hey, let's be honest. All this stuff you could get in a patch for sure. Yeah, like added characters though that they don't have to give that away for free anymore. No, should they? I think they should. I I honestly think that they should. I mean, you know what? This like some of the stuff. Yeah, like it's a new mechanic entirely. 
okay, sure. Give me give me that as a, yeah. a DLC. Download but don't, Red Folks Attack, $5. Yeah, bam. There it is. Mm-hmm. Well, bam. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan of Street Fighter 4. I'm going to get back Because I suck at it. Out. That's coming out in like June or Who something. Cares, like it's man. really late next year. Uh, yeah. So maybe we'll still see the announcement of a PS4 Xbone copy, also, which uh, might make you buy it at that point. Yeah. Right? There's also another character they have not revealed, which is going to be an entirely new character that they said has never been in a fighting game before, I believe. Um, so look yeah. forward to that announcement, I guess. Ooh, it's going to be Mighty Number no. 9. That would that would be cool, but it would make a lot of people rage at the same time. Uh, it's going to be Dina. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that later. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online launch dates: uh, April fourth for the PC and Mac, June for the next gen. So, uh, computer players, right? <laughs> if we could say that nowadays, uh, computer players, we'll get it a month early in April. Are you looking forward to Elder Scrolls Online? Absolutely not. All right. I'm not going to lie about it. I, yeah. I don't think that the game will work as an MMO as well as the people think it's going to. And I feel like the MMO is dying off slowly but surely. Okay. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, I will. I, I like the lore of the Elder Scrolls, so having another game set mm-hmm. in it is, is interesting. Uh, the the actual look of the game I wasn't crazy about. Um, and we'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever. More Elder Scrolls is, is good. Steam OS is out. Did you download that? Try it out. Take it for a spin. Absolutely not. I did not. I don't think I have a Rubs rig that's anything. really powerful enough to to run any Steam stuff natively. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'll wait till I get a new computer before I start toying around with all that stuff. Mm. And uh, in the meantime, though, I mean, I'll I'll just stick with my normal Steam client. Pe- people start getting the Steam box, eh? I know. Early, I saw a video of that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it ships in a really cool crate. That, that happened real fast. Yeah. Like it seemed like for Steam. Uh, or anything Valve related. Oh, they always do that. They're always like, hey, by the way. Hey, uh, we're doing this. And by the way, it's here. In three uh, months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In three months. Mm-hmm. Rayman Legends said into the PS4, Xbox One. Where I should, we should all expect a lot of uh, of late current-gen games getting next-gen announcements. The next mm-hmm. little bit, Tomb Raider, of course, coming out in January. This is coming out in February. It has one of the more confusing commercials, uh, which has like a, a feels like a five-minute lead-in by Snoop Dogg. Talking about how great he is and uh, is his uh, his name is Snoop Lion. Sorry, now. Uh, his illustrious uh, career in music, and then suddenly Rayman is in the room and Snoop Dogg is in the Rayman game, and then the, it's over. Sign me up for that. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Uh, yeah, no. If Snoop Dogg's playable, I'll be there. Or Snoop Lion. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, apparently, de- delectable games. <laughs> <laughs> Why that was the word I went for? <laughs> Apparently, fantastic games was Rayman games. I've never enjoyed Rayman. But this is just a side scroller. I've never played which, a Rayman of course, game. Rayman is known for his side scrolling games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played a Rayman game, and therefore, I think I'm going to make one. Okay, that's fair. But can you get oh, sorry, the, I'll be the community can manager. Can you get the license? Yeah, can you get the license to Snoop Lion, or uh, is that too out of reach? How do you too even? Far. How does Ubisoft even? Hey, you ever played Rayman before? No. <laughs> like what, what? All right, check out Snoop, Snoop Lion. <laughs> Uh, this this news doesn't sound like news, but I think it's really neat. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is out on Android and iOS. It's a remaster of the game. It looks fantastic. And what's really neat about this is it restores the cut Hidden Palace level, uh, which is one of many levels that was only available via the debug menu and early uh, uh, you know promotional carts of the game. <clears throat> uh, the In the sound test, the Hidden Palace Zone music is still there, and people mm-hmm. have always wondered, what is this level? Uh, debugging the cartridge, you are able to play... Uh, you were able to play a really broken version of it, but now they've actually went back, it. remastered it, and you can play the full version. I think that's Sweet, really, really man. neat. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be touching back on Sonic 2 
later in the podcast. I figured as much. Also, I do want to say, I'm not sure if you caught it today or not, but apparently Sega registered a bunch of trademarks. Looks like they're going to do a Sega, or sorry, a Sonic movie. It's not Sega, it's Sony. Sony Was owns Sony? Sonic, yes. <laughs> Wrap your mind around that. Weird. Sonic and Spider-Man team up. Take on Robotnik. Uh, Sony Pictures uh, has registered a bunch of URLs, uh, mm-hmm. which would point towards the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, as the URL is literally SonicTheHedgehog-Movie.com. There's a really cool YouTube movie that's out that I cannot remember the name of for the life of me. I apologize, but you should check it out. Just oh, that, like, that one with it's the... It's a live action yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, and Sonic's like... I, I oh, guess it's 3D. cool. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's the best Sonic movie you've seen, probably. I mean, that's debatable. No, it's not. Okay. Fair enough. Um... Real quick, before we go into the active time conversation, we did have one comment on the Facebook page asking us mm-hmm. what are most uh, in our collections or, you know, have you ever come across? What was the most rare or unique game uh, we or have owned obscure. at any given time? Yeah. Obscure. Uh, you can go first. I, I could go first and I could fill up an hour with the crap I've owned. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go with uh, Super Noah's Ark. I own oh, that man. currently. I still that I still have bad. it. Um, id Software was uh, allegedly very upset with the treatment of Wolfenstein on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they gave all of their code to over to Wisdom Tree or whoever it was that made th- these damn games. And they made Super Noah's Ark 3D, which is Wolfenstein redone to look like the inside of an arc, and you shoot goats with a slingshot. Uh, the cartridge is unlicensed, uh, meaning you have to stack another cart on top of it for it to even play in the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I own that currently. I've gotten rid of a lot of my collection, but I have owned in the past... Uh, the porn games for the Atari and, and oh, like uh, Custard's yeah. Revenge, or yeah, whatnot. like the Intel Voice and stuff. I had like the talking games from the Intellivision and like a bunch of weird stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, well, as lots we of, covered on lots the of last... rare stuff too. Like nothing yeah. as far as obscure goes. I think mm-hmm. uh, Super Noah's Ark might take it. Yeah, and we mentioned last uh, last recording uh, episode zero, as it yeah. were, that uh, you actually end up getting rid of a bunch of the stuff that you used to have. Mm-hmm. So that's sad to hear, screw man. Video but games. Uh, yeah, screw them. Yeah, yeah, screw all video games. It was you know I was the person who was meant to have all this garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, if, if not me, who will take care of these, exactly. these porno Atari games? Um, I think that the most obscure game I currently own is uh, it's called Destiny of an Emperor, and it's for the uh, regular NES. Um, it's probably a lot bigger in Japan than it was in North America, but it's basically the origin story, and it was the first game of the whole Dynasty Warriors thing. Oh, um, in it's that like the Soul Blade of yeah, the Dynasty Warriors. Uh, yeah, very, yeah. very, very much so. Uh, I'm good in at that analogies. <laughs> you you play as Liu Bei and Guan Yu and Zhang Fei, who are like the three main uh, cruxes of the whole uh, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms story, uh, or at least they're a big part of it. It's the weird love triangle. And you, and you, play, <laughs> and you play as the them during the rebellion and the uprising of the Yellow Turbans or Yellow Scarves, whatever they're called. And, Get it right, man. Well, otherwise it's, you're, it's, you're it's translation, line, different buddy. translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you play you play as this these three guys, and it's actually one of the first RPGs I played where the main character switches. You you don't actually play as Liu Bei through the whole game. He mm. becomes uh, king. The innovation the, of the Dynasty Warriors series. Yeah, I'm not exactly. always playing as the same guy. Yeah, weird. Occasionally um, I'm button mashing as one of these other fellows. It's, it's actually a really neat RPG. I recommend checking it out for anyone who digs like the old school RPGs. And uh, it, you can usually find it for pretty cheap, like maybe 10 bucks or something like that, wherever you find it. And that's that's like if you're being highballed on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's probably the, the most obscure one that I own. All right. Meters charged, Rob. It's time for the active time conversation. <laughs> first i guess 
Rob told me to do in the break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first goes to magic, and my magic this week is Project M. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's taken over... Um, uh, the internet. It's taken over. It's, it's, it's taken over. Uh, December 9th saw the release of Project M 3.0, which mm-hmm. is the newest big, big patch uh, to the game. Project M, if you're un informed uh is a very large undertaking mod uh for super smash brothers brawl for the wii mm-hmm. um i i won't go much into how to get it because that's bad and illegal yeah it is suffice it to say it is f- weirdly eerily very awesome. easy to yeah. mod a nintendo wii it is uh, it, yeah uh, <laughs> any the version game, they mm-hmm. the, any version of it <laughs> The game itself is actually really, really good. It's a very, very like you said, it's a large undertaking on on the part of the group that uh, that made Project mm-hmm. M. But it is a, absolutely a very, very cool. And um, there are some negative sides to it. Like if you're using characters who have special costumes, mm-hmm. I um, think I think they've actually they've dealt with some of it. Yeah. Um, we we're playing an older, like uh, I guess the first. 3.0. Yeah. I don't know what version it's on now. If, if, you, if, if you're like, what, what is Project M? Project M is a mod of Super Smash Bros. Brawl that introduces a lot of uh, uh, balancing stuff. Yeah. They redid the floatiness of it. They, they made it more competitive and more tourney savvy. Mm-hmm. So a lot it of also... levels, they put in a lot of older levels. They made their own levels, which mm-hmm. I didn't notice when we were playing it the other day. Is that yeah, we did. There, there is new levels Yeah, there. like the Dracula's uh, Castle. Yeah, yeah. There's a Skyloft one, which is the some, top corner of yeah. Hyrule Temple. Some they of put the, the... levels are in there. Some of the most generally hated levels have actually been changed, too. So, like, mm-hmm. Rumble Falls from Donkey Kong on uh, Melee is actually not... Uh, a scrolling level. It's not a scrolling level anymore. It's just platforms. Yeah. Also, the Pikmin level and Brawl has been changed to just uh mm-hmm. platform setup as well so it's actually a really really good game yeah um uh, they put they put in characters that were omitted so roy yeah. and Mewtwo were back uh roy has his own moveset uh which they must have animated and stuff all all themselves because it's fantastic like, i was playing as him yesterday i'm like wow he's actually got mm-hmm. unique moves to him uh as as does of course Mewtwo and, and, and stuff like that yeah um, he's not just a Luke. yeah there's there's alternate costumes that actually change up some of how the, the characters play which is really neat. mario like, actually has a, a dr, a dr. Mario, mario costume which changes instead of up being yeah, two characters. accordingly uh a lot of characters have totally new special abilities uh transforming characters are split so mm-hmm. zelda and sheik zero uh, samus, samus and zero suit samus mm-hmm. and the pokemon trainer characters uh we, we learned yesterday that squirtle is pretty overpowered at the moment i he's dirty i don't like squirtle. he's dirty Dirty yeah. Squirtle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you happen to have the Homebrew Channel on Wii, definitely end up a copy of Brawl. Check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's neat. I, I I can't for the life of me understand why Nintendo doesn't just hire these guys. Oh, they man. clearly know what they're doing, and you it's a two birds, one stone scenario. We're just like, stop working on that. Work on our thing. Make our thing. Make our thing wicked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, can't, I, I hope... Sakurai. Uh, no, yeah, Sakurai. <laughs> I hope Nintendo is aware that this exists. I'm sure that they do. Or I don't, because I also don't want it to be shut down. Yeah. Uh, but I hope that they look at fan projects like this and what fans want in the game as something mm-hmm. that, you know, like in Brawl, they added in the floatiness of it. They added in the tripping. What Sakurai was trying to do was return it to a party game, take it yeah. away from the tournament players. And there's no reason it can't be both. Uh, mm-hmm. There are people who, who take Smash Brothers very, very seriously. It is a tournament fighting game to them. And there are people... Who just look at it as a fun party game, uh, exactly. and you can you can offer something to both. There's, it's as simple as an option: tripping on off, yep, floatiness on off, gravity. Well, very much you can in the way, the gravity. Yeah. in the way that Street Fighter Three Third Strike actually has all those uh, options and mechanics that you can turn on and off. They just need to do something like that. Granted, you, you yep. can't like access all those options right at the start mm-hmm. of Street Fighter Three, but regardless, that's all that they need to do. Yeah. And, so. and the roster needs to be strong and more fleshed out. That's mm-hmm. something that, that Project M works on, too, is any characters that are essentially clone characters, they're trying to separate them or flush them out, make them yeah. their own unique uh, playable characters. So mm-hmm. really, really neat stuff. I've been playing a lot of that. Um, Me, too. 
I I don't personally own a modded Wii, so I've been having to like find it on the street. I'm like, hey man, you got one? You got one? Yo, you got one of those? Uh, but good times. What what do you got, Rob? Uh, my first action is going to be um, a defend. Um, lately, I've been seeing a lot of uh, hatred towards uh, the crowdfunding model, uh, specifically Kickstarter, because it's the most popular one. Naturally, there's going to be a lot of naysayers. And mostly, I just want to say that, I mean, without Kickstarter and crowdfunding models, a lot of really solid, uh, neat ideas are you not actually... You wouldn't have had the Ouya. Yeah. No, and I mean, the thing is, whether or not it succeeds, okay... Yeah. You have to look at it from the perspective of these ideas are actually finally seeing the light of day. They're not just fading into obscurity like the majority of people's ideas do as far as inventions or, or specific games or stories they want to tell go. And it's not just video games, but I mean, as we are a video game podcast, I want to mostly Allegedly. concentrate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to say, like, it's it's really not as bad as people are making it out to be. There have been problems with it, and I'm sure you'll go into that briefly, mm-hmm. um, but I think we just need to keep on keeping on with with Kickstarter. Yeah, I think um, the, the I mean Kickstarter isn't just video games. No, obviously it's it's movie projects and it's a, a number of other things too. And there's there's uh, fund anything and there's other websites that are you Indiegogo. Know, yeah, very very popular as well. Yeah. Uh, but you have to understand that every person that puts money into that project feels entitled. They are a producer mm-hmm. of your product. Yeah, and uh, if they are unhappy with something they see. Etc. Expect um, the blowback. <laughs> exactly, and that kind of leads into my attack of the week, which is against Comcept. Uh, not for the reason you think, Rob. Uh, there's been kind of a not a con- I don't even want to say it's a controversy, but I guess that would probably be the best thing it's, to describe. It's it. a controversy. Uh, Comcept, who are the uh, Kijin and Funes company that's making Mighty Number no. Nine, uh, mm-hmm. which is crowdfunded to about four million dollars. Uh, Just under yeah, three yeah point it's, it's coming something. under some fire weirdly this week uh, for the hiring of a community manager known as as Dina, yeah, uh, who people are claiming nepotism because she is the girlfriend of someone who's working on the team, et cetera, et cetera, and it's very vague. Uh, it if you look at the the website, the main blog page for the Kickstarter, it seems like she has a lot more to do at the company than mm-hmm. she honestly really does. She's a community manager. Uh, she takes ideas and stuff from the forums and she brings it to the attention of the developers and whoever it's relevant to uh where people were getting all bent out of shape and the the internet was being the internet uh was that via her twitter and stuff like that she has very strong personal beliefs in social justice and feminism and stuff like that which is all completely fine mm-hmm. uh her first introduction to the, commu- the community though was her saying that why isn't the main character just female uh, yeah and then, you know, as there's the whole thing where she tweeted that she hasn't played Mega Man before and blah, 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 blah. As a community manager, is it really necessary? No. What people should have concerns with is, is she taking from the forums what, you know, what the true fan, you know, is, is saying, what the majority is saying? Or is she yeah. have some kind of political agenda? <laughs> She's not the only community manager, of course. For sure. Uh, so if, if we, you know, you have 20 people and one person's just like, uh, yeah, people, they want, they want a woman main character. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. He breaks his leg in the beginning. He's in a wheelchair. The whole thing. Whatever it's gonna be, like. And there's 19 other people that say have things to say to the contrary. Uh, and I have no problem with the idea of mm-hmm. of you know a female main character, a playable main character. You can play as maybe either Beck or Call, who is the the rock man and role of a uh, of this, or Mega Man and role as it were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Beck and my call, attack is yeah. against Comcept for not just nipping this in the butt immediately. Uh, kind of posting a vague post being like, yo, why all the hate against Dina? She's great, blah, 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 but not explaining 
that you are you guys are completely misconstruing what this is. This is not. I don't know. You guys dug way deep into this and blew this up to to way a bigger thing. People are demanding refunds now and claiming yeah. feminism. And uh, if you ever use social justice warrior in a tweet or a comment, <laughs> you should be immediately uh, expulsioned from the internet. No. Maybe I need Rem- to go back just to remove. You go back to school. Just and you need to talk to your microphone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, in any case, uh, yeah, I, I definitely understand all the the um, I don't know what negative attention that this is getting, and I can't really say that it bothers me um, the situation so much. I'm mostly just concerned that she's gonna do her job properly, and that it's not gonna affect the You're game. That she will do her job properly, or won't. <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah. know, if she does or doesn't do her job properly, then that needs to be um, you know dealt with. Yeah, and there's it, more to it than that. For uh, sure, she she locked her Twitter account and deleted all her old feministy kind of stuff. Or t- whenever she spoke about Mega Man, yeah, uh, and the nepotism is is a thing. Pe- you know, the community felt that there were people that were better qualified and eligible for this position mm-hmm. of community manager on this game that people are very, very invested in. Yeah. Uh, and she said in her in her post that, yeah, I, I know people. It's who you know. And, uh, you know, that was mm-hmm. definitely a helping factor. And that rubbed people the wrong way. Um, it definitely did. So my tack is to concept, though, through all of this to, for not, for not just... properly addressing the, uh, the situation mm-hmm. at all. I still don't believe they've properly handled it no so, I, i'm yeah. with you on that for sure um all right my my next action is going to be an attack as well uh going a little more obscure and goofy with mine though uh i got a big issue right now with gloss mm. on gloss on controllers okay. and on systems and i mean and tv screens yeah <laughs> like in a day and age where you can get whatever you yeah, want in, in matte finish and with whatever steve customization finish. you <laughs> yeah. want why do I have to get controllers with gloss on them still? Looking at you, PS4. Oh. All right, Sony, you jerks. Well, where's their gloss on them? It's on. It's around the D-pad and okay. uh, and around the the, the face button. It's yeah. like it's weird, glossy finish. Like you ever look at that controller, you see just fingerprints all over it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And their console itself has that weird gloss. Exactly. Panel. It has yeah. the one gloss panel, and I believe the Xbox One also has gloss on it. it too, also, is half gloss. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't know why you, that is. Well, the... Like I don't like gloss in the first place. Yeah. I'm very much a matte finish guy, but mm-hmm. like if if I see gloss on something, I'm just like okay, just that's angry. no, because I see all the. <laughs> fingerprints that's all you see is fingerprints all over it mm-hmm. uh, however inversely if you like eat potato chips or you're just a naturally kind of greasy, greasy person, guy yeah. and you touch something that's matte finish you're going to sure. notice it a lot on there as well you're going to see the fingerprints so yeah. uh regardless <laughs> gloss finishes yeah you're going down brother uh yeah gloss finishes <laughs> on tv i'll add to that too or i hate that gloss yeah, screens you can't well because i got that anything. sony monitor right yeah you do actually and it's fine uh, but for gaming, if you're looking directly. No, into no, it. <laughs> it's fine. But like when you're gaming and the games are in dark, dark situations, whatever, which a lot, apparently the majority of video games are just like in a dark hallway these days. Right. Uh, it's very hard to see because the reflection of it, everything in the room becomes what you see in the TV. Your eyes just work that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's bright in the room, when we use it for podcasting and stuff, to so people can see what's going on, we're fancy over there. Uh, we yeah. could, we could be fancy here. We got the TV behind us. Well. Um, and that has a matte finish as well, yeah. actually. Yeah, well, of course it does. Re- Shout outs to practice. LG. That's called practicing what you preach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my my next action is a item, and that Ooh. item is the No Man's Sky trailer. 
Mm. And uh, the guys from Hello Games, uh, they they show the four guys who are currently working on it. That's not to say that there's only four people at Hello Games. Can we clarify that? No. Uh, okay. No, just four people. <laughs> no computers yeah. allowed to no. research these four things. people. Yeah. Uh, they revealed it at VGX, and it kind of blew everybody away. Yeah. Uh, just based on kind of what, what we what the hearsay was. Uh, what No Man's Sky will be is a gorgeously rendered space exploration game, uh, heavily influenced by uh, old sci-fi from like the fifties and stuff like that. Um, the guys themselves said that No Man's Sky is a terrible name for a video game, but it's fitting with what they're going for. Yeah. They're like, it, it would be, wouldn't it? Uh, so you have a spaceship. You can go from place to place. The universe is, is rendered as you go. It's one galaxy. Uh, if you get to a place first, if you discover a planet first in that particular season or playthrough, you get to name it after yourself or whatever you want to name it. Um, there are ecosystems. There are animals, there are fish and, and, and birds, which is apparently... What other they, players. Uh, there are other, pr- pr- potentially other players yeah. in a... It's very weird what you're hearing them... Yeah. Again, this this is a project that if it works, if it's it lives up to the badass. hype of what they're just saying, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then the whole thing is, is you're on a race to the center of the galaxy, as far as we can gather. What happens when you get there uh, is surmise that perhaps the world resets, the universe resets, and everybody starts again from the outside and tries to make them like a season, as it were. Yeah. Um, from what apparently you can see in the trailer, there is there is wildlife and combat involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, behind closed doors, there are guns and weapons in the game, yeah. uh, which isn't a focus of the game. But you will come across maybe hostile players or or creatures and stuff. Have a need to defend yourself. Yeah. Uh, as far as players existing in the same world, while the planet will exist or will be generated via ones and zeros or whatever, right. uh, what I see on a planet will be very similar to what you see, but we might not be able to stand in the same spot and and, and high five. Very much like uh, uh, DC Universe Online. Sort of. In yeah. that you could be on the same server, but it's instanced. So yeah. That yeah. might be the case. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know. Yeah. So four guys had made what we saw in the trailer, which is, again, a gorgeous-looking alienscapes of a planet. Uh, the, no loading screens. The thing loads as you go. You can go right from the surface of a planet into space on a spaceship, dive in the ocean. If you see a planet off on the horizon, you can go to it. All that fun Todd Howard Skyrim stuff. <laughs> uh, you see that mountain? You, you climb can... up that mountain. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Todd. Mm-hmm. Just have fun doing it. All right, see you later. <laughs> see ya. Skyrim, uh, two months away. We talk, I think, very briefly about No Man's Sky in the the following segment. Yeah, we uh, mentioned it. So I'm, I'm going to stop there. But uh, I am interested in what they're putting out How there. So check out be? that trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, see see what you what you think. Rob, what's the um, last one? I'm going to call this a magic item because it's very... Well, eh, ma- so like a one, there's one-time-use blizzard item? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it is like a, uh, a game that's that's due out in uh, 2014, Janu- or January 14th, 2014, just two days before my birthday, in case anyone's listening. Uh, the game is called The Banner Saga, and it is ha- it's been out in... I don't think it's a book. Bruce Banner saga? No. Anyway, uh, it is It is actually a story about uh, basically a group of Vikings who are trying to escape the end of the world. Oh, that old and, story. <laughs> uh, and it's actually not based on, on Norse mythology. They're, the creators of the games are uh, called Stoic Studio. And uh, I think they're based out of the States. And they're actually a, a group of really cool guys. It's a small independent studio as far as I know. I believe they're just working out of like a little shack in between a couple of buildings. And... Uh, they they're they're a really neat group of guys. Um, the animation is incredibly like what kind of game? It's a it's a sorry it's a strategy like tactical okay. RPG. So okay. right up my and your alley. Um, 
if you uh, if you're down with like older kind of Disney style animation, like we're talking like uh, Sleeping Beauty. Oh like, wait 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 wait! You've probably no, heard... I've played this game. Yeah, it's, it's the one where you have like the the archers and the, the and then it's like on a grid. Yeah, and it's almost like chess. Quote unquote. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, with I've, I've, I've totally yeah. played. It's the... free on like, Steam yeah. right now. It's called uh, the Banner Saga like, Factions. Why does it sound so familiar? But hold on, that's the that's like the demo. Yeah, that's like them being like, hey, that was uh, a month ago. Too, our... eh? yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, well, it's almost been a year, I think. But they were like, yeah let's release like a demo multiplayer demo of the game where people can kind of get a gauge for how the game's going to feel and then they're working on this huge single player campaign that's going to yeah. be released in three chapters the first one coming out in january 14th the wolf among us and they basically said <laughs> that it's not going to be like a two-hour playthrough where you just sit down finish it, and be like all right gotta wait for chapter two Woo. they're like no no this is going to be a huge ordeal so it's like um, starcraft Sure, I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm super excited for this game. Uh, I've been tweeting at them a little bit here and there right now. I'm actually uh, was hoping that they could confirm for us whether or not permadeath would be a mechanic in the game. And I've seen some rumblings that it is, but I've also heard the contrary. So I'm not entirely sure if there will be permadeath, which, as you know, I'm particularly fond of. <laughs> but... Um, it, it looks really good. A lot of management going on between battles and whatnot and how you kind of get your people to the next mm. area where they can camp. You can level up your classes and stuff, I remember. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's classes for your characters. Um, and no, it just looks badass. Uh, definitely check it out. The, you can actually find it on their website. It's just uh, stoicstudio.com, I believe it is. Um, or just Google them. You'll you'll find them for mm-hmm. sure. Um, they're super cool. Follow them on Twitter as well. They're, they're a great group of guys. There you go. Bam. Not good enough to tweet you back, though. Well, not before we recorded. Yeah, They'll get back to they me. They had though. five minutes. I can guarantee you. Well, yeah, I, I tweeted them like an hour ago. So. Well, that's the active time conversation for this Bam. week. Let's go right into the key item. Let us. Key item this week is something near and dear to my heart. It's the game that I consider wildly maybe the first game I played played. And that's Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Genesis. Uh, this is a game that me and my father would spend long hours uh, playing. We'd sit down, beat a level, and quit. We'd, we'd play through the first level, get to the boss, good. Next day, go through that same level again, do the next level, quit. Did that until we got to the end of the game. Uh, most most memorably, uh, we, we you could fight like Uncle Chuck or Metal Sonic, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call him, in the death egg zone at the end. And we actually had on like a, a Manitoba Hydro notepad his exact... Uh, like he follows a, a formula of his moves, right. and we had it written out, so we knew exactly where to stand on the screen. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, so this is some, this is something me and my dad would always play. Uh, later we would we would have rousing matches of Mean Bean Machine, which is our intro music, <laughs> by the way. Uh, but Sonic the Hedgehog two, fantastic mu- music. That blast processing uh, was faster than anything. I mean, like you play Mario. Mario doesn't compare, man. You know no, man. Fast Sp- Sonic is going. Spider Man. Uh, go- would you say that he's going? <laughs> Like I say, these so going way, way past cool fast. Oh, for sure. Uh, had multiplayer. Uh, Tails basically was, uh, you know, if you ever need to th- throw somebody at an enemy, uh, you know, explore the unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, was... the water, in the water levels, he would drown immediately. Oh, man. Uh, Brutal. I think I remember most of the time that I would usually play as Tails, and my dad would actually... Could he us. hover in that one? He couldn't. He couldn't and do anything. He was just Sonic, basically. You could. That was the Sonic that they Three. first introduced the uh, the ability to to wind up, right? On yeah, the ground. had the spin dash. Yeah, as it were. Yeah, I call it the wind up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wind up. You hold the down and then push turn. any button except for multiple pause, times, and he, and he as fast as you screen. can, repeatedly. Because yeah. the first Sonic didn't have that. You would no. have to get a run at it and then push down to go into a ball, right. To propel yourself. Right. Um, 
But no, that that and Echo the Dolphin were the two the two games we played a lot. Uh, I remember even like the first time playing Echo the Dolphin, we would write crap out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this approach where you know you 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 play a little and you stop is like it's kind of like the Japanese arcade mentality <laughs> of of playing a home console game. It's just yeah, like, well, very much so. That's it for that. Or like if we died instead of doing a continue, it'd be like that's it. We're we're done for yeah. today. Time to go to bed, son. Uh, but now I can destroy that game like at, at oh, any yeah. given time. Back of your hand, um, right? I've recorded me playing it before to send to Twin Galaxies because I can definitely hit the time scores. I've just never sent it in. I can destroy most of the records on there for times wow. in those levels. That's something never, that I think that we yeah. might have to take you up on yeah. in the future. I yeah. Well, you know, there's some trial and error, as anything. Hey. Uh, it's, you don't hit it yeah. every single time, but as soon as you know the path through a level, that's I the mean, quickest. Hank Chen is the world record holder of uh, Donkey Kong. See, I, I'm he, terrible at Donkey Kong. He finished Kong. in third place yeah. at the most recent tournament as per VGX. So yeah. I, uh, you know. I'm like, There's a very short list of games I consider myself very good at. Uh, up there is definitely Tetris Attack. <laughs> I'm really good at Tetris Attack. I don't know. What, what else? There's Balloon Fight. I, I consider myself really, <laughs> really great at Pokemon so. Snap. Okay. I, I mean, as good as anyone can be. Yeah. I'm borderline autistic when it comes to Pokemon. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, man, level 15, you know, rocking that. Uh, whatever. Anyways, that is the key item for this week. That's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Great game. Uh, which is available everywhere now. Sega does not shy away from releasing their games on every platform. I think that came out on Game Gear as well, and it uh, was terrible. It, that, it wasn't the same game at yeah. all. It was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but it was like Game Yeah, Gear. but it was yeah. brutal. Yeah. I hated it. Well, the Game Gear could never – it had that weird blur. It could never. It didn't have blast processing. That's, that's, what, sure. that's, that's what it was. For sure. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't shrink it down. No, because you can't blast uh, when it's that small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does with Nintendo. Don't. Uh, mm-hmm. The screen can never keep up with Sonic in that game, which I thought was so funny. It's just like either make him slower or make the screen faster, but do something. Yeah. Don't do nothing. Well, he was outrunning the screen all the time. It's a dirty game. Yeah. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic Two is fantastic, though. Absolutely. Uh, we will at some point sit down and. Uh, and that's uh, not to say I don't like other Sonic. Sonic Two probably is is. You know, for the reasons I just mentioned, my resounding no, favorite absolutely, Sonic right? game. Nostalgia yeah. plays a huge factor in that. So, yeah. But you, if you, if you toss agree. a copy of Sonic 3 on top of Sonic and Knuckles, you have yourself an afternoon of fantastic Absolutely. Times. Next up, we do have the Game of the Year 2012 talk, and we talked a little bit about VGX. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without further ado, here is an hour of that. Absolutely. As promised, here is the Game of the Year 2013 segment. Uh, again, I'm Lee. Rob is here. Joined now by... A special the, guest. Special guest. The, in the incomparable. Yeah. My name's the Mike. One, Michael. <laughs> Haynes. We do one of these actually like every year though. Yeah. I thought it's about just, that Strangely enough, we have. It's We've just, done one every year. It's under yeah. a different banner every year. Every yes, year. We change it up. Yeah. Every yeah. Year. You know what? A, We're like, uh, like a... Chameleon. Like a circus. We're like, like a, a circus <laughs> of, of, of video yes. gaming. You know, we just keep... You know, you keep traveling the country. Some of us die of heroin overdoses. And you just, you know, go It's my turn. <laughs> Mike Hames might die of scurvy. Yeah, gotta eat more oranges instead of burgers all the time. But we're here to talk about the game of the year. Uh, first, we'll talk about how horrible this year was for games. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, we can talk about something else that's horrible. We can talk about something that was uh, uneven, as usual, which was Spike's VGX, which aired as of the recording of this yesterday. Yeah. So it's fresh in our minds, so best time to talk about it is mm-hmm. while those wounds are still open and festering. Uh, we had Jeff... Jeff <laughs> Jeff Keeley hosting, sort of, co-hosting. Uh, co-hosting with the extremely handsome jock, Joel McHale. <laughs> and yeah. if nerds want anything from their video game award show, it's a handsome jock to make fun of video games. Now, here's, here's the rub. 
And I want to defend Joel McHale real quick. Joel McHale plays video games. The guy avidly plays and enjoys the medium of video games. That material was not his own. If you pay attention to the very last part of the show, if you somehow manage to stay around for three hours of VGX, at the very end you have them ad-libbing. You have Joel McHale asking Jeff what he liked, what he saw and what he liked. Joel McHale also offers up what he saw and what he liked, and suddenly you see a side of this guy you haven't seen for three hours, which is... He's been interested and had some real stuff to say this whole time, but for whatever reason... He had stuck, to be in character. He, he was in character as asshole, I guess. Uh, yeah, the whole time. The um, whole time. There's a few ways to look at it. Yeah, he was sure. Jeff from Community, Exactly, basically. and I think that's what... the like. There's a few things to consider here. One is he wasn't actually even supposed to be part of the show, but they, supposed to be they called today. him in yeah. like Much like Stevie Wonder before. when he presented that uh, Exactly, that thing yeah. yeah. Wait a <laughs> No, I, I, I thought I thought you were going to do something with it, and I'm like, I don't know if you know exactly what you're doing with those, but <laughs> we can talk about that after. I'm going to anyway. read these aloud. Um, <laughs> well, no, and I'm like, yeah. you know, you need the disc for that one, right? No, like, yeah. Okay, no, good. Anyway, okay. Um, no, you could look at it like that, in that you know he wasn't supposed to be there really, and then they wrote they kind of wrote him into the material they already had, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. The other thing Who was it supposed to be? A stranger off the street. It was filmed in a studio this year, not in a, a large like auditorium like we've traditionally seen over the last few years mm-hmm. um you know that kind of his his comedy i would argue it didn't need to be live in that case yeah and and his comedy is particularly dry and you know he oh it felt dry last night at well the did you notice like was the vibe different i didn't watch it so i'm, I'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna live through sure, you too sure okay. did you Don't notice that, that it was like because they wanted yeah, to address all the all the all the problems that they had before right these uh celebrities yeah. that don't play games uh, the jokes that were like horrendously bad. Uh, I'm just gonna say, in the first ten minutes, there was a joke about a f- about the female orgasm not existing. Uh, that was the one that I texted <laughs> it's, it's Lee actually about. Funnier when you think it, about it. It now. is pretty uh, funny now. While it's happening. But, it's the worst thing ever. But the problem about. is, is that there's been so much talk about about feminism in the game industry and how basically women aren't treated fairly or and disrespected and that's how you lead your show which is supposed to be the brand new kind of you know Joe McHale um, basically took the stage and he's like pussy right and everybody's just like okay here we go yeah, 3 hours of here this here we go great um uh, there's other ones where he was talking about like how basically he was insulting the people who are watching the show and that like, well, like you have all the power within your Doritos encrusted fingertips <laughs> on your smartphones so you can vote for blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, oh, you're, you're going to want to get up and stretch because this show's three hours long. You don't want to end up with the deep vein thrombosis you already have or something like that. Like, and it's like he's being rude to people who are watching it, yeah. but that's the character. He was rude to Tim Schafer to his face. Yeah. And Tim called him on it. And then afterwards, Tim Schafer's like tweeting. He's like, Joe McHale is a totally cool guy. He's yeah. being an asshole for the sake of this award Pretty show. Pretty much. Yeah. And I'm like, what was the angle? Why does the whole thing have to be fake? Like, well, why can't yeah. he just walk out why and be can't Joe McHale? Why can't it just McHale? be Jeff like, Keighley hosting by himself? That's the guy we're used to seeing. Get Jeff Keighley, Daniel Kaiser to stand there and just say the facts. One of the I have other... to imagine it's Viacom. Viacom is like the parent network of yeah. all this, and they like run the They also, they like they run also the own show. game trailers, which is a scary thought. Oh, as well as MTV. Another and thing Spike. to consider here is uh, that the thing that I I got the most angry about was that there was an advisory council who, if you went onto the VGX website, so you say, there's a but list of people who are tied to like it's it. There's a link advisory council. You click on it, it lists all these different guys from all these different websites. Of At press. the same time, though, I have I, as as someone who is actively tweeting, I saw those same people having no idea what was going on. 
Like you said, Gertzman exactly. was on the list. Gertzman was tweeting just like, what is this? Like He's on he's having on the same the reaction as anyone on the else. website. So is Totillo. So is Crescenti. Uh, there's like pretty much the who's well, I believe of, those guys. of reporters <laughs> in the industry, people who are talking uh, to the fans and whatnot. They're there, and they're supposedly on this advisory council. So it's like one of two things in my mind has happened here. One, they haven't given enough advice <laughs> as an advisory council. Just don't. Or, or two... <laughs> The advice that they gave fell on deaf ears, and it just ended up being the Spike show anyway. Yeah. And a lot I, of N-bombs near the end of it. That was kind of cool. Well, you that's what happens when you put Odd Future in a... In a, <laughs> in a half an hour long concert ex- that, for the GTA yeah. Five music you never listened to. Well, I listened to it. Well, that's fine. Because I like rap. Yeah, well, so. you're delivering weed across the desert. Whatever, <laughs> so you gotta listen to it. Very well. Uh, anyway, no. the, I didn't really like to show that much. There were some cool takeaways from it. There's obviously a lot of titles that... Um, well, not a lot, but there were a handful of titles that we saw some new features for. Um, no Man's Sky was a new one, a, a, a premiere. That, that was the looks, main takeaway. Yeah, everyone got really stoked about yeah. that. Um, it's being made by the same guys who made Joe Danger 1 and 2. Which is not really the thing to say here. No. Because like, when that, you just hear from the creator of Joe Danger, you're like, you're like, oh, great well, side-scroller, it? right? Yeah. It's a... Exploration 3D, sim. like be- beautifully rendered space exploration sim, where Wait. the guy went from under the ocean to getting out on the beach, jumping into a spaceship, How much and did that flying spaceship into space. Look like an X-wing. By yeah, the way. well, it looks like Star, <laughs> look like Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and then the idea is, you're in space. You see a planet. You can light speed jump. You can go to that planet, and without a loading screen, land on that planet and explore. So this sounds like Star Citizen. Looks, it's yeah, yeah, Star kind Robot. of, yeah. 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 It's, it's, like, it's I'm serious. Little, That's what a, it sounds like. A little sounds bit, like Star Wars yeah. Battlefront like 3. Indie, like destroyed. even more indie than Star Citizen. There's literally four guys working on this. It's that full. It's Star Citizen won't shooter. be indie by the time it's done. No, it's, it's got it's, like $35 million in exactly. funding. It's not These indie. Guys, I'm, hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping Hello like Hello World, the guys who are making it, uh, the guy who was there is just like, I paid for my own ticket. I just sell my house to release Joe Danger or whatever. Like This guy's like, he's... He's bleeding for his art. So if, yeah. if for any reason, awesome. EA or you know some awesome like, from the standpoint that he's so passionate. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I, awesome I don't mean that he sold his house. I mean like yeah. it's it's nice to this see. This is the guy care. you want to see succeed. Yeah, right. Uh, Versus and, like Activision. And if or something. someone has to step in and fund the project or help them out, fine. But I also like the idea that this is what four people can accomplish. Two hundred people oh, making yeah. garbage uh, is. It should not be the status quo when four people could make yeah. something. A trailer that has been the most interesting thing of this show. Mm-hmm. Four yeah, there, people. Were, there were a few other things yeah. that were really The guy cool. edited the trailer on the plane ride to the VGX. Yeah. Yeah. He said, that's what he said. Uh, there was like some Nintendo stuff. They showed off <laughs> sure. uh, the new Donkey Reggie Kong is game. excellent when on the spot. If you yeah. really, really like dig into Reggie, he has some really intelligent he's stuff got, to say. He's about got the a, a hard shell, man. Yeah, he's, he's running on fear right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 100% fear. Uh, <laughs> no, because Jeff... Jeff like Keely. is prying Jeff Keeley, so yeah, yeah, not Jeff from Community, yeah, yeah, who's also Jeff present. Winger. Jeff Winger, who's yeah. there. that's what I, I, yeah. I text Lee. I was like, "Oh, look, it's Joel McHale playing Jeff Winger as himself." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the movie. Yeah, uh, he's he's asking Reggie for more because all they Nintendo's like, we have a big exclusive reveal, and the reveal was Cranky Kong is playable in Tropical Freeze. Oh, who Jeff cares? Keeley's like, "That's not good enough. Give us more." And Reggie's like, "No." There is uh, no <laughs> Yeah. We don't have uh, anything else. But so, Reggie was wearing actually a really cool Metroid uh, pin that I really, it was a Samus pin on his. Cool. Maybe they're going to announce a new. Uh, yeah, no, that's, game, no, that's but, what he was yeah, asking. He's yeah. like, we're going to see a Metroid Metroid's in the back future? in pin form. They're like, we're going to see a Metroid in the future. And Reggie's like, I mean, no. I'd like to see a, a Metroid game. And that was it. And you're just like, 
Well, he he asked him like, "Yo, PS4 and the Xbox One, or it's just cool to see a Nintendo guy standing there and being being like having someone tell him that these consoles exist because otherwise you just believe they're blissfully ignorant to it." Uh, and Reggie's like, "You know yeah, what?" But then he just he just brushes them off. Like, no, oh, he, no, he, he did. He, he did he, this time. He, Reggie was like, "You know what? Uh, this is good for the industry. Those consoles selling as well as they did is excellent for video games. It means that console games are here to stay." He's like, he basically asked, "Are you are you you know?" are you afraid of what you're seeing here today? You see all these graphics and stuff like that. He's like the Wii U. He basically addressed it. He's like, it's a separate, not, it's a separate game yeah, entirely. He's it's like, this is not what we're about. We're about delivering innovative, fun experiences. And as long as we keep doing that, Nintendo will exist. Exactly. Period. And that was like, in some way, Damn. shape, or form, they will exist. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, but okay, sweet Reggie, bring you bring a little something. Release a, announce a Smash character. Do I can, something. I can tell you everything they're going to announce at E3 this year. There's going to be a new Mario game. There's going to be more Zelda. information on, on Smash Brothers. There's going to be a new Zelda game. A demo of Smash. There's actually. going to be a demo for yeah. Smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some some neat 3DS stuff, mm-hmm. uh, mostly mostly shovelware that no one Pokemon, cares about. Pokemon. Uh, uh, a new the, Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Y2. X, X and Y2. Z with Mewtwo on the Pokemon cover. Pokemon Z with Mewtwo and yeah. Mew3 Z. on the cover. Mew3, Mew3. on the cover. Yeah. Uh, and then there, little, there's uh, going to be some crazy oddball yeah. game like this Metroid game or something. Earthbound. Earthbound 5 or whatever. Earthbound. No, that actually won't happen. Mother 4. They actually really don't like... Earthbound. Anyway, let's uh, stop getting away from there the whole... There are some gems. Po- uh, there are right. some reveals that are cool. Uh, they did a King of Kong like update. K- well, kind of. It had nothing to do with the guys from King of it Kong. It was five minutes long showing the current leaders. Hank uh, Chen, who yeah. has the world Who's a, He's a cool dude. And he's just some, some douchebag bodybuilder. Yeah. Like, what was up with that? I, th- I don't know if he was playing it up or he's just... like I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to believe that there is a douchebag of that magnitude in the world. There is. But there is. I have some news for you, Lee. <laughs> you ever seen Jersey Shore before? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, every year we go into this and we're like, this is the one. This is the one that breaks the mold. Every year we see a little something more good happen. Well, that uh, was the, and, was, no. that's the whole thing from last year where everyone got upset is because last year there were these little inklings of hope that, like, that Spike was going to turn around. And interestingly enough, uh, Owen Good is a writer for Kotaku. He posted an article about VGX today. And it said something to the effect of, like, the big issue here was that last year we saw The Walking Dead game, which isn't a fundamentally great game from a gameplay perspective, but from a story perspective, it's a fantastic story. So we saw this game win Game of the Year, and everyone was like, holy shit, like, this game actually has, like, this this show has a little bit of... You know something here that we could work well, with. Well, it's voted on within the industry, but then they have the well, inconsistencies that they always have. Like you have Assassin. Let's just take the top three. You have Assassin's Creed Four, Last of Us, and GTA Five up for best action adventure game. Assassin's Creed wins. Whatever. Assassin's Creed Four is a fine game. Is no. it a better expo- a better exp- full experience than Grand Theft Auto? We nope. can debate until our faces are blue. But then you have the game of the year pop up, and Grand Theft Auto takes it. So Grand Theft Auto, while it is the best game of the year according to these criteria, it is not the best game in its own genre according to this award show. And right there, you're just like, the awards don't matter. And they don't. They do. They announce four during the course of the show, and then the rest of them are announced via Twitter by people just being like, hey, thanks for everyone who voted for us for VGX. And we're like, you won an award? What, would you, what was your award in? Because they didn't show any of this. Yeah, well, it was. that was another big... you know downfall of vgx as it were um in that they really didn't make the awards seem like there was much to them like it was just like and the winner is x and And he's announcing it to an empty studio exactly no one's there clapping there's no moment it's like indie game of the year gone home and like joel McHale starts clapping by himself and you're like 
moving on. That's like Thanks, literally, he's yeah. just like moving on. Like, what is he supposed to do at that exactly. point? Exactly. It was really poorly executed, all in all. And uh, I really hope next year they turn it around. I don't <laughs> want anybody associated <laughs> with Spike likely. to do it. What I would like to see anyone associated with Spike. No, what I would like to see in all in all seriousness, I would, grills, I would so like to see a. Well, drink uh, my own piss for video games. <laughs> he did. He did, man. In a game, you ever yeah. played it? Man vs. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should take a sip of this running wa- river. I might not find fresh water for a long time. <laughs> I'm just going to piss inside of this snake skin and drink it. That is a real game that you can go. Ma- game of the year, 2013. Man vs. Wild. That was actually 2011. But, Sorry. Yeah. I played it. Um, I, I know you did. Game. Yeah, yeah you horrible. both played it. Uh, anyway, I would like to see uh, a more like. Um, sophisticated approach to the whole like game award show. Not to say that I want it to be like Listen, so like snobby and highbrow. At the end say, of the day, it's video games. Yeah, but, but do you want to see it treated? What do you want to see? You want to see it treated like a gala event, like the Oscars or the I kind of do actually. Just be honest with people. Why do you have to lie and write scripts for an, an award show? And the best you also had, try so They hard. also had stuff like uh, they had like a, that YouTuber guy. Doing a live let's play of a new game yeah, they just PewDiePie. revealed. Yeah, that guy. Uh, they had Mega sixty four show up and do like a, a spoof of the Game of the Year awards, which was basically the same as the Game of the Year awards we were watching, except more. So maybe written. maybe they accomplished what they set out to do. Congratulations! Here's the thing. No, I want to see a little bit more of a sophisticated approach to it. The one thing I will say though is that I think that the year that they announced Skyrim, which I believe was the twenty eleven one, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think that was the best year that. It has been done. You and Snoop Dogg announced the RPG of the year? Sure. No, that was Todd Howard. No, no, no. The RPG of the year was Snoop Dogg that year. No, no, oh, I'm no, talking when they when announced, they announced Skyrim. That Skyrim would be a yeah, game. No, Todd Howard did. That was a yeah. ridiculous event. That was event. a great event. And, Tons and of also, reveals. Skyrim, like, no one knew it was coming. So they're like, oh, by the way, our game's out in six months. Everyone's like, holy, holy crap. crap. Like, yeah. this game's right around the corner. I want to see those happen. Arguably, again. it wasn't actually released until a year later when they finished patching it. But uh, actually, arguably, it's still not released <laughs> if we're going by that logic. Legendary edition just came out. Uh, but anyway. no, stuff like that was cool. You didn't get that this time around. You had Telltale no. Games come out and announce eight games. Uh, they're doing a Game of Thrones game. They're doing a Borderlands game. Yeah. A, a, a point-and-click adventure Borderlands game. Calling me confused. That's sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand uh, Calling me confused as well because is I don't think that's the pull of the game. Do people know. actually Some like, people like the do story. people like the writing in Borderlands? Yeah, no, a lot of I people do. It's the same people who like South Park. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, that's unfair to say. Matt and Trey were also a highlight. They of the were. Show. Speaking of, those yeah. are guys that can do video game. Well, because they are jokes, also gamers. right? I don't know. Yeah, they came out and they're just like, we've been literally working on this game for 26 years. Uh, here it comes. Uh, and they showed the No, they're like, game, we've only is... finished one level. Here yeah. are a bunch of games that actually got finished that are better than ours. Yeah. And they were, they were smart about it. Whereas you had Joel McHale be like, this game that you've probably never heard of is about to win an award. Here it is. And it's like, thanks. What? Like, it, it just, the whole experience of the show really made games not feel dignified. We're in a, in a day and age when it's a billion, almost trillion dollar industry. Mm. Um, I think that there's a lot to be said for that. Naughty Dog wins Studio of the Year after having their game win no awards. Whatever, sure. I mean, a great studio. I would argue though, like they're they're catering to a very like it's it's a tough it's It's a tough crowd because you have like the people that will legitimately care about the uh, about the awards and about who wins them and analyze how how did they win this and not this and you not can't, whatever they don't make sense no but then, then there's also the other people that are like just just give me my yeah. my, my shooter game um, and let me go home or just give me whatever and let me go like i'm i'm good you know that's what mega 64 was joking about on their little skit that they posted yeah. um one of the things too that a lot of people actually got kind of annoyed about was that there was a, a lot of 
um, downplaying the whole Half-Life 3 thing. Um, Like Smosh TV or whatever I think it was um, had like a little two-minute clip or something in there as like a commercial kind of. And they were joking around about like how Half-Life 3 is not going to be a thing until like you know 700 years from I now forgot or something that goofy. even happened yeah and like it had like robot Gabe Newell and stuff like that and it's just like uh like it was so like tongue-in-cheek the whole the whole experience but it's like if someone looked up video game memes and like like it would have been like Duke Nukem forever if it was I honestly feel ago. like I like, would have made something like that if I was still in high school and I had knew like a whole bunch of like nerds in the school and i was in like drama class like i feel like that would be something that mm-hmm. that was the quality Your of life the content yeah i could have been on spike tv or actually i heard it wasn't even on spike tv what were you watching on i watched TV? on the xbox one at first yeah because i wanted to look at watch it without having to touch anything so i yelled at my xbox to go find it uh and then when that stream failed then you went to <laughs> i watched it on pc <laughs> i watched it on the vgx website um and yeah it was a disaster but um yeah, I actually heard it wasn't even on Spike. So, well, they had they had a rerun of Deadliest Warrior. Actually, it was it was the uh, sixth time of the day that they showed Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. So, uh, get your facts straight. <laughs> and then thousands well, of right men like after that. Yeah, men. So. Mansers, by show me mansers. Yeah. Anyway, how heavy does a boob have to be to crush a can? Why oh, are we here? Lee? Why are we here? Because Spike messed up the video game awards, so we're gonna do it our way. Um, we have our top five games of the year. We could probably do a more involved thing going on, but instead of thinking of ranking your overall well, best look, games, just because you couldn't do it in a specific no, 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 no. order, no, no, I'm saying instead of doing it because it's hard to do. It's hard to think of all genre. Mike doesn't. <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, but you know, <laughs> next year we should actually probably get together like a best music, a best game overall, a best action adventure, best shooter. Sure. We'll do that next year. Well, we don't have this time year. For that. You're not going to get all that awesome stuff. No. This year, you're just going to get a flat-out top five list. As usual. As yeah, usual. Baby. And because Mike, at the last minute, was scrambling for what he was going to put in his fifth game, we're going to start with him. Ooh. Seriously? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you're on the spot now, son. No, I was going to be like, me I, and Rob will go first. So can, yeah, thanks, Rob. I finished my list, so yeah, right. that's fine. I'm gonna as finish he, as he's still okay, so we'll, we'll go clockwise for Mike, meaning I will go last. My number five. Of course. <laughs> um, it's a tough one this year. I found like there wasn't really a ton of great stuff. I, I don't want to sound like like spoiled or anything. Not a lot but, of lasting appeal. No. Fine games, but games you'll probably never revisit. <laughs> um, some, some maybe. My, my number five... Um, some people, I mean, you'll just totally disagree with me. Hey, man. Just, just Listen, look. If you don't hate on judge. me, I won't hate on you. I'm not here oh, to judge. I might hate yeah. on you. Lean on me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not when here to judge. Um, I chose Marvel Heroes as my number five. P- PC, free-to-play okay. game. It's a freemium game, actually, and you get to... Uh, you 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 buy you download the game it's for free and then you, you, you get to buy characters you get to buy costumes your you get game. To buy like that. it's a free game made by Gazillion <laughs> and it's done by uh, the producers and stuff from Diablo and Diablo two it shares a lot of similarities with those and it's written by Bendis Brian Michael Bendis from comics so mm. really super fun game I, I enjoyed it start to finish I bought one of the starter packs um, sixty bucks right no. Starter pack? Oh hell no! No no, <laughs> just, no I, I got, I got the Spider Man right? starter and it was fifteen bucks or something. Like that. Oh yeah, as one of the characters. Yeah, yeah. you get you get yeah. Spider Man or have to hop in three costumes. So I I played uh, Spider Man. I also you went would. I bought I bought the Hulk because he's incredible. Yeah, the Incredible Hulk. I think I, I I got somebody else too. They've since Squirrel Girl updated tons of stuff, added yeah. more characters. One They've been supporting things, the hell out of that game. Yeah, one of the big things that I heard is that they didn't have Gambit in it for quite a while, and he's heaven forbid he's now just making an appearance in the game. Which I mean. 90s X-Men cartoon is pretty much renowned as one of the best materials of X-Men in general. And uh, 
a lot and, and a lot 90% of people 90% of that success is attributed to Gambit. Well, a lot of that's Mon Gambit Frere. has a pretty huge fan base and he wasn't in the game. Why is Eyes Why was Eyes always red? Why not? Why not? Dude's high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always thought that was really weird high. that he had the multicolored eyes, but that's unexplained. It's not well. Do you learn when he gets the pink breastplate? Is that something that's explained? Mm, I don't know. Uh, might be because they go into a little bit of detail about him being a. Or, anyway, Robbie, what is your number five game? Uh, my number five game, and we're if you thought that you were going to get hate on for that, uh, wait till you hear this. I'm going to go with uh, Plants vs Zombies too. No one's listening anymore. They've turned this off. Yeah, they stopped <laughs> yeah, after they heard Marvel their, Heroes. Uh, Marvel Heroes, Plants <laughs> vs Zombies two. Uh, I'm going to say that game uh, also freemium for the uh, iPhone, uh, Android Now, and iPad. You can the get Android it. I think now. you can also get it on. Uh, <laughs> Um, iOS as well. I'm not sure about Windows at this point, but well, no, you said you said iPad and iPhone. That's yeah, iOS. No, I mean, sorry, um, it's a cell phone game. Mac OS, not iOS. OS X. You can get it. Uh, yeah, you can get it on OS, uh, OS okay. X. You can get it on your Mac. Computer. Why is it your game of the year, Rob? Uh, I <laughs> now that we know where I to play get it, it <laughs> like nonstop. Like I, I pretty much play a level before I go to bed every day. Um, uh, just like. Just how you just wind zone out. out. Some yeah. people pray to God, read a book. I kill zombies. He kills prays with, to his with God. plants. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 To his own God. Um, no, but God. that's that's pretty much it. It's yeah, very, very simple. I've never paid for anything in the game. I'm still having fun with it. And it's been out since August. So I think that shows you it's got a lot of lasting uh, appeal, a lot of replayability there. Came I mean, out of like, nowhere, eh? Yeah. Well, they announced it, and there was nothing about it. Still waiting for it. Garden Warfare, bro. Yeah, they announced it. I don't think anyone's waiting for that. I, I think game looks really neat, There's a few people. I know it'll be great. It looks it the the actually visually looks good. The, the game it's looks It's a neat good. idea. Oh, yes. well, anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh it you know Plants vs Zombies 2, I haven't paid for any of the content, but the stuff that you can buy is like uh plants that are I feel like, like I should a little a, free game for a little part. stronger than uh than the other ones. The Stanley um, Parable demo. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's some other stuff to give you a little bit more of an advantage when you start at a level but by and large you don't have to pay for any of that stuff in order for the game to be enjoyable uh as you know i put it in my top five so uh there you go robbie b cool beans yeah robbie beans mr <laughs> squirt thank you number five, uh, here. number five i have a really i'm having a really tough time right now Ugh, um on. the xbox one the xbox one console <laughs> is rise uh, I'm having a lot of trouble picking a, a, a fifth game because I just remembered a game I wanted to put in later. Oh so I'm gonna God, bump my number. It. I'm gonna bump my number five. But live the, on the spot right here. The, the one I was bumping was a Realm Reborn because I think they deserve all mm. the credit. That was in my honorable mention. Fantasy. Turning that game around and Holy making crap. a really fun MMO experience. But my number five will go to Grand Theft Auto V. Interesting choice. Yeah, I got four games above that thing. So hmm. get ready, strap yourselves in. Grand Theft Auto V. Rockstar has outdone themselves with the amount of detail in their game world unfortunately they filled that game world with little interactivity with the world they've created as well as a story that i couldn't care about the entire time i well, beat the game because you are i disagree completely. I, I played the game for hours i beat it i could not i could couldn't get into any of the characters i would take grand theft auto 4 over 5 okay any wow. day as far as characters and story are concerned and enough, i thought i would man. never say that after being called 80 times to go see some big american tds um, yeah, no kidding. But I, I, I could not get into Grand Theft Auto V that same way. I thought all the characters were wholly unlikable, aside from Franklin, who was only not unlikable because he didn't really say anything. Mm. The but you have to talk game. about what you like. You don't tell what you dislike. I know. That's why game. it's like a weird thing to say. What I like about the game is it's free roaming, as always. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, just get, getting the cops pissed off at you and having them chase you around is not the thing anymore uh, to do in that game. It's... Uh, 
it's not the thing to do. Uh, I enjoyed flying planes. I enjoyed exploring the exploring the world, exploding uh, the world, exploding the world. Some of the some of the side quests are are very neat, very memorable. Some mm-hmm. of the main quests in that game are fantastic, Crazy. out yeah. of context. Again, because the story is just like, eh. uh, but stuff. Some of the shootouts, some of the bank heists uh, are, are are very yeah. neat and I would have liked to monumental technological yeah. achievements. Yeah. What they're able to to do on these consoles that are on their way out. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five is a powerhouse of a game. It looks fantastic. It sounds fantastic. The amount of music they have in the game, uh, the attention think... again, the attention to detail is just at the end of the day when you beat the game and you don't get into the online mode. What is there to do? Um, there's very then, little reason to not get into online though online I mean, I guess you, you don't have a lot of people but to technically play that's not whatever, part of like, the game it, it didn't ship with the game so it's not really well, what a lot it, of people reviewed about it regardless uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 on its own is your number 5 is my number 5 GTA I have my five, reservations but the, the good parts of the game are so good that it still cracks the top 5 even go. though I just like many, many parts of it Mike Haynes your number 4 my number 4 goes to a 3DS game the game that I put the most time of my entire 3DS life, style I think savvy, gonna, I think style savvy trends. No, uh, I think that it's you and I have the same number four. Then okay, do I it. don't know about that because I think you're about to well, say something completely different. But we'll just number, say it. Number four Spill for me it. was Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah, do it. Jokes yeah, right here. It. Animal Crossing New Leaf for me and Rob. Number four, man. Yeah. I put so much time into this game. By far the most uh, attention my 3DS has gotten. Period, and we'll probably no, it will ever see the Animal Crossing two. <laughs> One thing um, I will say about Animal Crossing games in general is just like it's it's kind of both it's a double edged sword for me is that if you don't play that game for like a like a couple weeks or a month everybody's you dead. feel like you feel the horrible. biggest asshole when you turn that game especially back now on. that you're the mayor yeah and you're just yeah. like they're like where have you been we've been trying yeah. this like we've been knocking we've on been your trying door trying to fund this street post but none of us make money in this yeah, town you have to do it exactly. man. no no they'll contribute yeah. like eight dollars yeah. yeah here you go just sitting there just like oh man mess. you guys finished that bridge that was like two million dollars jeez like <laughs> oh i'm sorry you had to fund that yourselves but like it's it makes you feel like a bad person when you don't come back to it for a while but with that being said there's so much stuff to do in that game even if it's just like small like just you know insignificant stuff at, at glance it's actually kind of it's really fun and just like a neat game to come back to every couple of days. Or You're not day. telling me about Animal Crossing. Well, I don't have. I've been to, on so. that train since uh, <laughs> Pun Intended. Yeah. Uh, since the game, man, when that game was being announced in Nintendo, like the GameCube version mm-hmm. in Nintendo Power Man, the I was, N64 fo- I was following it. Um, I have it. Yeah. One of the nice things I have about it as it, of Japan, which uh, I also really like, Animal is the Forest. multiplayer. Being Animal able to Forest. just jump into yep. a friend's town who's you, and you just know, wreck it. Oh man, dig <laughs> holes I'm everywhere. I'm gonna wreck it. There were so many times that Mike and I would be playing, and I was just like, man. I really just want to dig a bunch of holes in his town and put no, pitfall like, traps in Middle them. of the night, text message, open your gate, bro. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> seriously. Up. He'd be like, I need – because I had the night owl. I had the night owl setting in my town, and Mike would be like, yo, are your store you're not using open? the beautiful town ordinance, what are you even you doing? No, Mike was using that, but I was using the night owl town because I was the guy that when people were playing late, they could come to my town. They could come yeah, to, they could to, come to, to dark, yeah. dark town. Come hang out. And they, yeah, I called my town You ever dark, do heroin dark before town. with animals? <laughs> you know this guy Lobo? Julian the Unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. My number four four. goes to a really late game uh, that if we recorded this a week earlier, wouldn't have been on here. But Tearaway for the Vita is a fantastic game. Holy crow. Uh, If you have a Vita and you just passed this by like I did initially, don't. Go back. Uh... Little Big Planet is garbage as far as I'm concerned. Media Molecule. Well, that's not very nice. Uh, no, that's yeah, that's, that's a little rude. Media Molecule didn't make the Little Big Planet for Vita, to be fair. Those other guys did. Uh, Tearaway you, utilizes every little weird quirk on the Vita gimmick that you just forgot existed, mm-hmm. but utilizes it in a way that is 
you laugh. Like, you're just like, no, why? That's hilarious. Uh, for example, one of the main mechanics in the game is you yourself is a character in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, right from the get-go. You are this face in the sun that these tearaway creatures, which are basically like, it, the world's made out of crafts. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it's animated in a very weirdly stilted stop-motion way that makes it look like you're seeing stop-motion papers and crafts animated on the screen. You're in it because the camera's on you all the time. So even if you rotate the camera to where you can see the sun, it's your dumb face looking like, just like sitting there on the toilet or whatever looking at these guys. Uh, there's a mechanic by which you use your fingers on the back screen to put your fingers yeah, through the game like through, yeah. to move stuff around or kill enemies. And the first time you do it, you set at the beginning the color of your skin and the size of your hands. And you're like, that was... One of the weirder things I've put into the game. And the first time you put your fingers through and they look basically like your fingers and the camera on the back shows you what's through. You're like, whoa! Like, there's so many moments like that in this game. Uh, things where, like, you know, a squirrel walks up to you and he's just like, yo, I lost my crown. Can you make me one? And it goes to this whole new thing where you can, like, make felt things. You can put anything on his head. You can just put a wang. What do you want to do? <laughs> uh, but you, like, try to, you try your best to make this crown. It just looks like garbage. And you put it on his head and he's just like, you are the man. High five. And, like, you just, just the, the quirkiness, the, the characters, uh, the whimsicalness of it, the music is fantastic. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a the nod to Media Molecule. I mean, yeah, those guys they, just, they always they nail it, that. Uh, but I've, I've loved this way more than I ever, like, what they did with Little Big Planet. It's not. It's not a. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I wouldn't say that makes Little Big Planet bad. No, it's just the next step of what they want to do. I, with I'm them, just like so. this. To me, feels more like using kind of the same theme, like the right. same creativity. whimsical creativity. Uh, well, in like, way, I think like really materialist. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard yeah, to yeah. explain. Hard to kind of say what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. get you though. It feels like Little Big Planet could take place in the same. I think world, that what you're, the word you're looking for is tactility. Yeah. You play as uh, one of two characters. You can totally customize them, but they're basically a, a letter envelope with legs and arms that you can customize. Put whatever you want. You can put like an eye patch on and make it look badass. Whatever you want. And he is trying. He is delivering himself to you. He's delivering a message to you. You beat the game to figure out what the message is. Uh, fantastic game. I highly recommend Tearaway for the. I Vita. wish I had a Vita. After for, hearing the games that. like for the this, you like, sold me. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, no. The thing with Tearaway is just like it. If sold to you as it uses all the uh, gimmicks of the Vita to deliver a really weird, but not in like experience. a stupid way. Like you know, you, know, you know how like yeah, yeah, the yeah. Wii U always does it wrong. You know, like like yeah. This, this I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This like, is not like the game. The game is normally built around the feature. This feels yeah. more like they have the features and they incorporate it into this like crazy little things. Hand. Like the microphone okay. is utilized. It's like we gotta awesome. scare these crows. Give me something to say, and it just records your voice in real time. Click it. Done. You move on. Like, it's constantly using everything available to it. It's very oh, neat. Man. So that's my cool. number four. Number three to my canes. My number three for PS3. I guess you 360. I didn't play it on there. But uh, PS3 <laughs> or PC, uh, Payday 2. Ooh. Love that game. Uh, we we, paid. Paid. we, we robbed paid. a few banks. Once I fixed my internet, we many. stopped playing. <laughs> well, <laughs> finally fixed well, it. You know, I, I, I don't have my PS3 copy. On. I have it on PC, though. If you boys ever <sighs> no, decide to pick it up. You should get paid on PC. You doesn't have a PC. I don't have a PC. Yo, you guys... Band together, get me a solid Band PC. Band of Brothers, yeah, no problem. Do you have it on PC? I don't. If you, it goes on sale on Steam, on though, it's something I'll I mean, buy me a PC, Steam not sale. just not the game. The Steam sale had just PC. passed. It was like six bucks. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm not talking about just the game. You yeah. need to buy me a full PC. I need uh, a new PC. Just got updated. Tons of new guns, tons of new stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, they got that patch Holy coming crap, to the like DLC or something like that they, right away. Yeah, they rolled out like a balancing thing. No, they they, they did it. It's out. The animal masks and whatnot? I'm not sure about those, but I know there's a new The Hotline Miami pack? There's a there's like this new content coming out for it where uh, there's a guy who's like a gun trader. He comes to your like uh, oh it's base. there now I think yeah I'm pretty sure like, it's already in there. S- there's like all these new crazy masks like a there's like a ram horn like mask or there's like a 
like a goat or the uh, PC like, one had it first. That's why I think probably, the PS3 yeah. one now is just getting that patch, and the 360 one is incoming. Uh, great game though, super like an amazing game to play with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, like really the only way to play it. You can't yeah, play it offline. That's but the it's one a waste thing. Of time. That's actually what would have been one of <laughs> my. Uh, of it would have been one of my honorable mentions is that. It's really unforgiving when you do make a mistake, like yeah. especially if you're in a, a longer mission. It's life and it's, death, bro. It's very, very difficult to recover from a, from an error, and also uh, it's almost unplayable as, like you said, in single With AI, player. They're too dumb. Yeah, they're yeah. just really way too stupid. Not that they're too dumb; it's that they actually don't do what they could be doing. Exactly. Well, they'll the just problem. stand you, there. You have to do everything. Well, yeah. it's yeah. a game that's obviously incor- heavily incorporating teamwork, and it's hard to really do much teamwork with or communicate effectively to AI scripts. But there's no reason why you can't just play it with with people online and that's really one of the neat things about it is you can get into these really strange almost dynamics where uh, you might even be paired up with a bunch of people that you don't even know and mm-hmm. you don't even get along with them but that almost plays into this idea where you know, you're robbing a bank. You're you're in a, a group of criminals that maybe you don't get along with each other. Maybe things don't go right. Yeah, maybe not everyone makes it to the van. Maybe not everybody makes maybe it the to the van. van. Leaves before you get there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you shoot your people. But then maybe again, if not everyone makes it to the van, you don't walk away with as much money in the end because you get a negative modifier mm. to your exactly. Score. But in any case, good game. It is a very good, good game. game. Excited to see what they do with payday three, assuming they ever make one, because this was a nice. Step. I think they will. Paid three, paid paid yep. three. Rob, your number three. Uh, my number three is GTA Five. Um, like you said, um, you know it's a very, very solid uh, open world game. Um, I actually liked this story. Um, Whatever. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought that there was there was definitely a lot of interesting themes there. Um, you know, it's obviously not strong enough to be my number two or my number one games of the year, but uh, I did Rob really enjoy. I did enjoy what I played of <laughs> the game. Um, I think that some of my favorite parts, like. My standout character from that game, oddly, was not Trevor, which everybody who you talk to who plays the game is just like, man, Trevor's so crazy. He's so funny. Ha, ha, ha. Like, no, he's a lunatic. I actually really liked Michael as a character. Uh, and also, I really like Mike Haynes. So, yeah. so it helped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that helped. Uh, I like the the relationship between them. They, yeah. That was, when, that was what I liked the, the most, scene, I think. Uh, spoiler alert here. The scene when uh, if you yeah, weren't three, one of the two, eight one. billion people that bought Grand Theft Auto Five, the scene when when Trevor comes like when he finds out that Michael's alive, he oh, t- <laughs> just walks in the house. He, like yeah. walks in the house. I was just like, holy shit, it's about to go down. And then it's kind of anticlimactic yeah. that scene. That's but not I the still, only time he does that in the game. No, either. but it was still like really just like oh man. And then once. Oh, when like the whole trip to what's it called back of the yeah. the, the snowy graveyard there so good with the Chinese but shore. there there's yeah. you know it definitely had its uh, plot holes you know um, there was, you, you there was never... problems with it but I didn't concentrate on those at all like I played the game from start to finish in a weekend and I was just like blasting this game I was like man I really liked it so I was never expecting like a, like a top notch quality story mm-hmm. I was expecting like rock solid gameplay and controls and stuff like that which I feel like I got. And a story yeah. that that was entertaining, and at all times I was entertained. Yeah, Short of maybe like have... one or two missions, I thought it was just mm. yeah. Well, there are the few gripes that I would, would one of the only gripes that I should say I have with it is that the bank heist. I really, really wish, especially after playing Payday Two, yeah. I wish that there were more of those to do in free roaming. Like if I was just like, man, 
there's the place that I can, yeah. yeah, like I want to go rob the Fleesa like bank or whatever. <laughs> or rob the walk in shop. there, shoot it up, go blow up the the safe and Z- steal the money inside and get chased by like five star one level. That sounds incredible to me in a no, free roam setting. They will be adding that to online though. So yeah, no, and that's the thing. I, in the online, I will say um, I've had some of the most difficult like and fun and memorable um like online things that i've done in in a video game actually recently like a month ago i played with one of our buddies matt um i played online with him and there was this mission like if you get killed in the game you go you go radio silent you're dead you die in real and life no you go radio silent and basically he died and i was the last one standing and i still had like 15 matt? minutes of mission to do matt and he was like i could hear him because we're in the same house i could hear him yelling to me like there's a guy over there but like I didn't know what he was talking about, like what over there was. So I was getting shot, and I was on like a sliver of life left, and I still had like tons. Of, oh man, it was crazy. It was it was a good time. Sounds crazy. Um, in any case, <laughs> Lee, let's hear your number three. Okay, I'm gonna take a big number three, and my number three goes to an indie game, and that indie game is Papers, Please. Man, I want. That's to play a great that game. game. Papers, I really Please wanted to play that game. I have a list of games here game. that I'll maybe talk about later. Uh, that... Scaled down graphics, uh, scaled down sound. Uh, basically, they the game is made. A very particular way. It's a it's a niche. Yeah, man, niche it's depressing. But that's the point. Yeah, sad, uh, but funny. Has a di- very distinct dark, sense dark of humor, humor yeah. uh, about itself. Basically, you play as a border guard. Uh, there's subplots in the game that you can choose to follow or not, uh, including helping basically a terrorist sect yeah. uh, enter your this country and, mm-hmm. and and cause trouble, or you can you know go by the books and. Try your best to make sure that only legitimate citizens are, are, are people yeah. who are visiting. It got a lot um, of uh, media attention. As it should. There, it was a so. very, very neat game. Uh, it feels something... almost like Bop It. Remember Bop It? Where it would like, like, tell you, like, do this, it. now do that, yeah. now do this, now uh, do you that. Different... It was like, it kept adding can, more and more things. Yeah, yeah. You can have very short play experiences where you just mess up. Your, your family dies because you, you aren't good enough of a border guard. Uh, but if you really get going in that game and the, the kind of the randomness of it too, just you never know who's going to walk up to that thing. Uh, you look at a, a bearded man, and you look at the passport, and it says woman, and you're just like, here we go. Uh, they just, take the wrong photo. Yeah, they like, take the wrong oh, photo. Okay. They put the wrong gender, and it's Arrest. up to you whether or not you choose to – yeah, some of the, the dialogue is fantastic. Uh, just the overall uh, atmosphere of the game, uh, and that's partially due to, the, I think, the sound effects, reminds you of like a Windows 3.1, like Carmen the San color, Diego. The color palette and everything, yeah, too, and everything how really, really out, washed out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Really, really neat. Uh, I like unique experiences like that. An honorable mention in this slot, my indie game slot, does go to Gone Home. Not necessarily because of the content, but the way the, the way the content is conveyed to the player, mm-hmm. it changes uh, on you. Like I don't know if you found this when you played, but like I originally almost had it sold to me like a like a like a survival horror kind of game. It's, it, no, it tries to sell itself as a horror game. They play that up when it first came out. I think that was implied heavily that it's a horror game, and it's not. And when you get to the end, yeah. it's like oh, and like but once, but I didn't. I never at any point felt like don't spoil it for me. Yeah, oh, I, no I know. Kidding. Yeah, but until un- yeah, yeah. until then, yeah. when I realized like the twist. Oh. And and it's an amazing game. It's really yeah. really good. This it's not tremendously long, that's but it's but it's really. <laughs> You're in the wrong house. <laughs> that's a, it, really, it, it was really good though. I enjoyed yeah. it. Cool man. Just a new way to tell a story that mm-hmm. it's put the player in an environment and let them explore to find the story. Tons Don't tell them and anything. Tons of Easter eggs in that game. Oh yeah, like there's like, stuff I missed. I know I oh, missed. Oh man, yeah. X Files tapes, Super Nintendo games, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Fake man. Super Nintendo games yeah. that are pretty hilarious. wicked. Anyway. What was it something the cat cat's back or something? It's like that badass cat on a motorcycle with like the fire. Oh. So. Uh, just and weird subplots that go somewhere if you choose them to, depending on how explorer you are. Like the whole Daniel thing. 
Oh yeah, that's a Kinda, game that I would probably like with me in Skyrim. I took forever to do stuff, and that's fine. I'm so like the game should, clocks yeah. in an hour and a half. So the longer you can take to play yeah. it, the better. Yeah, that's it's a game worth that it, I would make yeah. last for quite a while. Everybody the experience it's a, it's, alone, yeah. it's worth yeah. it. Cool. I'm not saying like there there isn't a better version of this coming mm. down the line. I'm saying that this is very very neat, and people need to pay attention to different ways of storytelling in video games. Sure. Other than hey man, go here, do this. Uh, that. Yeah. Doesn't need to be bring anymore. me back three dinosaur yeah. eggs. We're on a number podcast. My number two, because I, I assume that we were allowed to do this, is you are. actually a re release sure, yeah. of another game. I know what it's yeah. gonna be. I know what it's gonna be. That's uh, okay. You have a very specific reason why this should be your number two. I know what it's gonna no way, I don't know what it's gonna be. Never mind. Well no well I don't even I don't Tell know me what, what it is. is. Hotline Miami. Exactly. Oh I knew it! Yes. So Hotline Miami is amazing already to, be, <laughs> to begin with off, on, yeah. on like on pc and mac it was already incredible and then re-released now on playstation 3 mm-hmm. and ps vita and mm-hmm. it does that cross play yep. cross syncing thing up your save and stuff. which i bounced back and forth between the two Seamlessly. versions several times yeah. yeah and um played it loved it it's it's just it looks gorgeous on the vita screen it needs to be played on the vita yeah, yeah. it's just weird so damn like, good yeah. it probably handles i would say better though i found on the ps3 yeah. as someone who suffers from carpal tunnel you had a lot of trouble oh, finishing man. such an intense game on the PC. So when it came on the Vita, you finally went and finished it. Yeah. Experienced the ending of the game. So very well, this is your game of the year. Did based you do on... both the endings, though? You did the good ending? You get all the Scrabble tiles? I didn't, get all, the, I didn't get all the Scrabble tiles. I just, beat, ending, I just beat the game because by, no, by, the, by the time I was done, I was like... You got the gist of it. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And I like, the, I I like the ending, the not true ending, so to speak. I like that ending better. When it's like vague? Yeah. I like right. that. That <laughs> give me like let me ponder where this is gonna go instead of holding my hand ending. And the soundtrack. Oh, oh man, the soundtrack of that game is incredible. I bought. I bought the soundtrack. I have it. And then I took it from you. Do 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 do. At the end, when it's running yeah, down all your stats, and that guy on the motorcycle just like driving away. Yeah. So that's. I'm trying to think what what else about the game I love. Just the incredible. So Difficulty violent. curve, so the violence, violent. the... Ugh. Yeah. The curve just, is just right, bro. Well, no, and, it, and, I, and I really think it is. Like, yeah. some people were like, man, it's too hard. It's it's really not. Like, it, it, it it's the perfect level of, like, frustration, felt, but, yeah. like... I felt every time I died in that game, it was my fault. I never felt cheaped out. I never felt like, oh, that guy was there. This game is... Bu-. I'm like, I forgot that guy was there, or I... You know I what? I should have checked. This guy, There's no reason I didn't check, yeah. right? There's uh, one... There's two bad. things about that game that I would say. Uh, one is that I'm a really stubborn person, uh, as both of you would probably know. But mm. I, when I want to do something <laughs> the way that I want to do it in that game, it's like, no, I'm walking into this room. I'm it's playing my video these, games, and I want these now. three guys with the bat. I'm throwing it at this guy. I'm picking up that guy's gun, killing those two guys with it, and that's how I'm doing it because I think it's going to give me the best score. Which leads me to my number two thing is that I actually really like the fact that it shows you your friends' scores and you can kind of compete with each other or try and beat your friends for begging, bragging rights in that begging game. Begging rights, yeah, for begging, begging rights. What is your number two game, Rob? Uh, my number two game is Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch, mm-hmm. uh, which is technically a re-release in that it came out originally in Japan. Less years so ago. than Hotline but, Miami was. Yeah, I guess. Um, but um, North America in January this year just barely scraped in. Yeah, and uh, it, it got there. Man, that game is beautiful. Like <laughs> if you're into like anime and Studio Ghibli and whatnot, <laughs> yeah. it is so pretty that game. Like just every like the the detail that yeah. they put into those characters offers uh, a traditional insane. RPG experience. Yeah, and as and Pokemon. 
Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the story, the story is very, very heartwarming as well. Um, even if it's a little bit depressing, I actually haven't finished the game yet, but I think that should be a testament to how much I like it. In that, it's my number two. You game didn't of have the to year. finish it to name it his number two. Mm-hmm. My number two. Let's hear it. It's, I have a song. Before you move on, though, it I, I never got a chance to play that one. You told me on the way here that you had like a list of games you wish you played. That I that do. is absolutely on my yeah. list. I, really I have a wish list I of games tried that, one. that I wish so I, could, I played. And it's nice now. It's like twenty bucks or something. Like oh, price, yeah, pricing wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, might you might I be might able to it find it for ten actually. Well, I might pick it up if you have PlayStation or for Plus. Free. I do. You could download it. I think if you got room. I do. There you go. And I got free ten bucks my PS4. Oh, look at this. Boom. Or hey, if it is twenty bucks, then you're only paying ten. Well, right. now you're just killing me here. Okay. Yeah, now you're sorry. Uh, sorry. My number two goes to a Nintendo game. Uh, get out of here. Fire Emblem 3DS. Thank God. Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, wow. Man. That game is fantastic. Uh, from the cutscenes to the voice work to the uh, everything about that game is fantastic. It's gorgeous to look at. It's a very long game experience. Uh, offers uh, the permadeath RPG experience, which is always good times. Uh, gets you as attached to the characters as you can be. You can marry them to one another mm-hmm. in a weird kind of like matchmaker thing you do. You're like, I want that guy and that girl to get together. Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, your characters can have kids that you can also yeah. recruit. You can have your kid, you can have Anger your character's score. kid die on the battlefield while the parents are watching. It's just, yeah. what? Uh, a fantastic story if you've played other Fire Emblems, which I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, off- offers a really cool story take on the story uh as always fire emblem are known for their very long-winded but fantastic stories uh yeah addicting gameplay uh lots of replayability hours melt while you play that game you don't realize when you play a mission you're like who i'll do one more mission and i go see a mission is an hour and 45 minutes you're you don't realize uh fire emblem awakening is fantastic but honorable mention goes to animal crossing uh, and other some other Nintendo games on the 3DS this year that have been fantastic. Uh, but Fire Emblem makes the cut. That was the portable experience this year, as far as I'm concerned. Mike Haynes, number one game uh, of the year! To, one, 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 one! Number one! Uh, no, the honorable mention list for me, Fire Emblem's on it, only because I didn't play enough of it. Yeah, I only put like I, only, I put like three or four hours into the game, and that was about it. Any, any more time, and I think I would have had a better opinion of it. It was great what I played, but yep. I just didn't play enough of it. So, yep. uh, number, one, Mike. number one, number one, my number one, obviously, because I haven't mentioned it yet, is Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay, I I I, <laughs> I, I love that game. game. Like you start to finish, I love that game. I I, I, I loved all the characters. I love the story. <laughs> like I said, at at every point in that game, I was entertained. I love the the fact that the world sort of goes on while you're using another character. Like you can switch on the fly. I like the mm-hmm. idea of having three characters. I like Each with their you, own unique stories. Yeah, I like when you get all three characters together, not necessarily in a story mission, but if you call one of the characters and they're like, hey, uh, come hang out with me, and then you call another character before you call that character up, and he's like, uh, yeah, hey, Trevor, uh, I'm going to meet Michael right now, and you know he's a little unhinged right now, so I need you to come with me. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then you go pick up Trevor, and then you both go pick up Michael, and uh, it's hilarious I the had, whole uh, time. My- Michael's son... When, like, Trevor comes on the scene right. and, like, he's just like, we should hang out, Uncle Trevor. One time at, like, four in the morning, I had Trevor in a strip club just getting messed up. And I'm like, hey, you want to go play some tennis? And I went and picked <laughs> him up, like, in, a, in a, a cab I stole. And we went and played tennis until the sun came out. Yeah. And I'm like, those are the best experiences. Well, and I think that that's... Is your own, blue, like, green story. Exactly. Green, green text stories. Well, you can make, make up yeah. your own. Yeah, make yeah. up your own little stories. Like, I, like, I sent Michael into a strip club. He took two shots. Mm-hmm. He threw some money at a stripper. Yeah. He drunkenly tried to stumble backstage without paying any money. Yeah. He got his ass kicked. 
So then he came out of the hospital, uh, went back to the strip club, two more shots, paid for lap dance, got out of the club, drunk, crashed the car, slept with a stripper, wound up at home. It was it was a mess. By the end of it, it was a mess. His life was in shambles. And it's like to 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 piece that together to like to patch yeah, yeah. to patch that together in my head was just like this is amazing. Like yeah, that this game cool. can let you do those kinds of silly things. And I don't know. I just I just start to finish. I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. Let alone online, like you said. I've I've had some ridiculously entertaining online experiences that also a handful of lemons online though sometimes there's people people are you jump into a public game and it's just idiots all over the place well you walk in like like when i first started up my online character and they they want you that one of the first missions is like go get go get a jacket or go get like a pair of clothes yo man put on a pair of clothes dude shot me in the store i I was like what are you what are you doing like he's just camping i just started here yeah like it's kind of funny it, I, I think I, it's kind of fun. I mean, he thought it, it, it was probably you. I think it was you. It's the same in the store. You actually can't draw a weapon in the store. No, no, it wasn't. Mike can shoot him on the way in. It wasn't. It wasn't. I don't know. On the way out, it's funnier, I think. Yeah. It's like, welcome to GTA Online, bitch. I could have sworn he did it in the store. It was like, maybe it was right off the hop. I don't know. I've never tried to shoot anyone in the store. It did have issues, though, with online, obviously, right off the hop. But it is not packaged with the game. It is a free download, though, so it's sort of a back and forth kind of game you play. But. No, it's Grand Theft Auto Five. It's very, very good. Robbie B. P- perfect swan song to this generation of consoles. Like yeah, a, as well, like a farewell. Not Grand Theft Six. Well, it's not on all of them. This okay, was this was fair. like a you know mm, a farewell to arms. Robbie B. Your number one uh, game of the year. My number one was Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, my game of the year uh, this year. I spent like you said hours just pretty much melted when I played that game, and it. It was the first. Faces melted. He played so much. I played. <laughs> I played that game while I was eating cereal in the morning. I played it on my breaks at work. I played it when I got home from Made work love. until. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Baby, can you move? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Mars about to die. No, in any case, um, my crom is evolving. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a very very good game. Um, it's one of the few games like uh, obviously if you listen to the last. Uh, turn-based attack. You know, I the only. I, at this yeah. point, there is, <laughs> if yeah. you listen to episode zero zero zero, uh, I actually had this little spiel about permadeath being my favorite game mechanic, pretty much. And, As a masochist, and it's <laughs> well, um, you know, I really do enjoy that mechanic, and I think Fire Emblem Awakening pulled it off so so well. Um, and I I wish that just like they keep making these games. Yeah. I just wish they were a little. Have bit you played more... the other? Like, do you have the Wii one? I do not have the Would Wii you one. like to borrow it? Um, maybe. It's going to be a step back from Awakening features-wise, but the content is still well, very fantastic. Well, maybe I'll have to borrow it from well, you. Well, maybe you will. Um, in any case, <laughs> no, there's that. And also, uh, one of the other things I wanted to say about it that's a bit of a uh, downside to it, in my opinion, was the pricing of the DLC. Holy is, crap, Nintendo. Yeah. Aside from the free ones. Yeah, Which no, the right. free ones are like great, wicked. I'm down with the Nintendo. Free ones. Hasn't gotten the but DLC like, thing quite. You want to charge yeah, me yeah. like fifteen dollars for three levels? Yeah, like are you kidding me right now? I would. I that's that's half of what I paid for the game almost. Actually, I got the Fire Emblem. Definitely, the game's like 3DS. free because you have the Shin Megami yeah. Tensei thing. Yeah, no, no, oh, you didn't no, get that. No. I got the Fire Emblem okay. 3DS. So you can buy all the great Game Gear games on the. Also, console. why was the Fire Emblem 3DS 
just a 3ds size instead of 3ds xl i just want to go up there and say that Listen, you're not compensating for it came Nintendo. out like right around the time when the xl came that, out, that right? is fair that is rude. but you got them. such a cool it's but I, it's, <laughs> it, but the other thing i know the thing i don't like about the 3ds is that it's glossy that's one of yeah. the things i actually really dislike about it it gets very very fingerprinty the build quality of the xl is much better especially when you're playing it while eating cereal in the morning yeah or doritos your doritos encrusted fingertips <laughs> thanks joel yeah. um, anyway my game of the year when did you guys just say it at the same? What did you say it at the same time? Dead Rising Three, Dead Rising Last 3. of Us. I'm gonna punch. No, it's you not in Last of Us. It's Bioshock Infinite. Really? Yeah. The story alone. That wins was Bioshock game, Infinite, the game of the year. I actually me. have that on my list of games that I yeah. wish I could have stomached enough to play through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't not have that it on any of my lists. Yeah. Not uh, that it was a bad game or anything. I just I kind of lost interest. I got in into it. I I as much as the first two Bioshock games appeal to everything I like in a video game with the time period science mm-hmm. uh sh- just being a shooter and magic mechanic game yeah. uh, i could never get into bioshock one and two and i can't explain why i've tried multiple times to go through bioshock one i just couldn't do it mm-hmm. when bioshock infinite the first time it was announced no interest the second like the revamp to it remember because it was coming out on vita and everything at one point and no, it was no. like a vastly different game it wasn't that it's like they, yeah. they announced it and we're like we're making this game and here's like a five second teaser and then yeah. you didn't hear anything about it it got delayed and then they're like Still coming out. Here's a new yeah. trailer. And, but it, and it's, it's like, different. It's, it was yeah. vastly it different. Much yeah. different. It got delayed a whole bunch yeah. of times, too. Uh, yeah. There's and it was still really yeah. good, which is like... There's so much going on uh, underneath the main story of this game uh, that as soon as you beat it, you want to replay it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any game that has a story that, that's strong with that. Mike Mike disliked Bowchuck Infinite. No, no, no. Yeah. I just wanted because I said it like and it was still really good like it was still really well received and it was still regarded by many mm-hmm. as yeah. a great game except you. I just well I just yeah. I well, just wasn't a huge yeah. fan. No, and that's the same <laughs> thing for me is like I tried to get into it I made it up to the part where you get the crow vigor and I was like yeah like you Man. were nowhere in the I game. was like this is cool but I just don't like the way shooters feel did you on... get to the first time you walk through a rift I don't even know the what first that time is, you no. walk into no. another earth no that sounds pretty cool though uh things start. Yeah, no, no I like I, I like alternate universe stuff, as you yeah, know, if you listen to me on the comic stuff. My number one thing is always change the stuff up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, in the part in the game where you have an objective, uh, and without spoiling anything, you need to find this guy. This guy is the key. If you can get to this guy, you're getting Things off. You're getting off the island. You're good. Everything's cool. Brother. You get there and he's dead. And at that point, well, the, thanks, Lee. Yeah, no problem. This is like early, early in the game, which if you both haven't gotten to that point. I I, I question your uh, yeah. y- y- how much you know about the. Uh, it's like halfway through. It's not early. It's it's earlier. Anyway, as you were. <laughs> um, basically, their solution becomes: we need to go to an, an alternate, alternate universe where, where this guy didn't dead. die. And from that moment on, you this becomes like the easy way out. It's just like, well, let's go to another universe. And by the end of it, you have seriously messed with what's going on in the game. There's sometimes you step into another universe that's like vastly different. Like it's a very far Mm. off. Interesting. Uh, It introduces the idea of the game that something like Rapture and the original Bioshocks is an alternate universe of Bioshock Infinite. What you were doing in Bioshock Infinite is Rapture, but an alternate universe of it. Uh, And then you learn that this particular character, Booker, the character you play as, he is a very integral, particular version of... It's like infinification. He's a very important version of this character hmm. uh, throughout all these universes because cool. of something he did in his past. Uh, which, and then there's the twist ending, which... You don't, shit. don't you and dare. Like, don't you dare. You're, watch, you're watching the credits, and you're just sitting there, just and your mind is just racing, thinking of how obvious the twist is. But if you haven't had it spoiled for you... you it's, I don't want to spoil it yet. It is 
fantastic. I'm going to borrow that game uh, from someone and beat it. And it makes the game so, like, tragic. And then you just know that wherever they're going next with this series, they've established this universe that, like, they're just like, there's always a dude. There's always a lighthouse. There's always, like, just crap going down. Um, and I think that was very, very neat. With their DLC, they're exploring the idea that Rapture is an alternate universe, being that they're putting the Bioshock Infinite characters in yeah, the Rapture in setting. Uh, you, there are little, little... The computer is dying. Uh, there are little moments that uh, that echo throughout uh, Bioshock without spoiling anything per se. The songbird, uh, which is the big mechanical bird thing that you see in Bioshock Infinite, is the you know the approximation of the Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a moment in the original the original Bioshock where you hear this creature's sound during a very particular scene, and you revisit it in Bioshock Infinite. And you just sit there thinking to yourself, it's like, did they know the whole time that they were going to make this third game at this moment? Why don't or did you just they tailor it all, Lee? Did they tailor it to... No, I'm being very vague. You'll, you'll see what I mean. You played the first Bioshock? Yeah. You should You're making me want to play it again. That's kind of cool. Cool, man. Give it a chance. I understand, like, if I'll you... I gave it a chance. chance. Yeah. The, the shooter mechanics and stuff are not the best. They're not. They're, they're not. I, I'm the first person to admit that. The story, if you can get into it, yeah. will more than carry you through. Because by the end of that game... It's good. Stuff goes down and really makes you double think, double think, triple uh, think, triple think. You triple think, triple think. Uh, you know what? What? What games could be? What the? Well, you look at something like Assassin's Creed with their overarching story. No, and I you're won't like, look at like that. What? I won't. You look at something like Bioshock now, and you're just like, this makes me want to go play those two games. Trudge through the games that, for whatever reason, I could just never get into mm. because they've established they're like in their third game, they're just like, hey, this is what this is all about. What you were playing before is. Don't worry about that. This is this is the real deal. Well, so cool, man. Yeah, sounds good. Really to me. Uh, so, game of the year. What do you what do you have to take home? Uh, Fire Emblem is a great game. Grand Theft Auto made all of our lists. Was that yep. the only game that Animal made Crossing all of our made lists? two and your honorable mention? Yeah, um, Fire Emblem made two and my honorable honorable <laughs> yeah. mention. Grand Theft Auto was both first, third, and fifth of the top Odd five numbers. There so, you go. testament to Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Even if you dislike certain elements, like I did. Yeah. It was still on there. Rob, you liked a little more. Mike, it was exemplary mm-hmm. for you. So I would say overall that Grand Theft Auto V is the game of the year of 2013. Yeah. Rockstar deserves it. Wherever they go next, we will follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a few other notes <laughs> that I wanted to quickly or? say. Um, it's it's got to be quick. We're, yeah, we're running out of power here. <laughs> yeah. uh, my honorable mentions of the year were obviously Payday 2, Last of Us, and Pokemon X and Y. Last of Us, great storytelling. Pokemon X and Y, everything I loved about the original games and more. Uh, there were a handful <laughs> like of the point, games. I like the point form. There were a handful of games that I really wanted to play this year. Bioshock Infinite, Terraria. Um, Starbound's looking pretty um, sweet. Yeah, eh? man. Pandora's yeah. Tower, XCOM Enemy Within. I played Enemy Unknown, beat that. Uh, you didn't do, play the Bureau? Want, no, I wanted right. to play, play that as well. Uh, Rogue Legacy, Papers, Please, State of Decay, WWE 2K14. Mike, I'm coming <laughs> over to play that. Um, a misses this year I wanted play to the go music. over. <laughs> yeah. Misses, misses I wanted to go over this year. Here's some games, three games specifically that I think really should have been Seems more than what they shut, were. Shut off. Uh, NHL 14. Yeah, God damn you, EA Sports. Uh, Poker Night 2, even though it was free for me on PSN Plus. Please Calling fix the, free the game. freezing issue. I just want to play poker. And the third one is Arkham Origins. And I've already talked about that on Longbox Radio, episode 52, I believe it was. So, Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Rob Brambilla. Mike Haynes. I've played State of Decay. It's actually really good. I know. I watched you play it. Remember? Which one's State of Decay? The Xbox Live zombie game? It's no. also on PC now. Yeah, ask me yeah. that game. Why? <laughs> I didn't like it. 
Anyway. The Xbox version sucks, as far as I know. It's like 15 bucks, and it's, yeah. it's, well, I, we, I, I enjoyed it. I'm done with zombies. We got okay. no power. Let's do uh, this quick. Honorable mentions, Fire Emblem Awakening. Sim City on PC. I had no yep. troubles. No I'll troubles at, on at, at, at launch. I have problems. On my list I have problems, I and play. I still consider putting that in my top five. I'm that gonna, was I'm an excellent game. Exactly. I'm going to go back and still play it. I don't care what any trolls, online trolls said. Yeah, screw you, the internet. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. Fez on PC. Fez. Dragon's Dogma. Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn. Can't yeah. not I should have put that on my Can't list too. Pokemon X and Y uh, and Bioshock Infinite. Bam. Put it Let's on do my list. My own mention goes to Project Diva F. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to end it on that. All right. Uh, and Rezo Gun. Let's throw some love to the PS. You know what? Honorable mention does go to Dead Rising 3 for probably being the most you well. Shut your dirty being the most well-rounded mark. launch game of this next gen. Oh, God. Just Name a better one. Need for Speed Rivals is pretty no, good. No, that's, that's, that's a current gen game that was ported to next gen. I don't know about that. Next gen only game. That's good. Next Oh, we're God. done, man. We gotta we, find another. We got no time. It's we're literally being told to wrap it up. Because heaven forbid we should just plug in the laptop. Yeah, Lee. Let's wrap it up, Mike. Do it. Thank you for joining us for the game of the year. Anytime. As always, thank you. Fun experience. I hope you'll join us on future podcasts. To for sure. Just get your Lee's rage on. Just let me know. He's ever spoken in his life. Yeah, I've never talked this fact before. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, what is our sign up for a uh, turn-based tag? We don't actually have one yet. Oh, let's make one. And there you have it. The battery cut us off there. Do you think we had another like half an hour in us if that battery wouldn't have? Well, oh, we could have stretched that out for maybe weeks. that was for the best. That it I just, think it, it, it probably was for the best. Uh, we have some quick shout outs going yep. out here. Uh, we have the guys at Thrift Dwellers, Nate and Lester, mm-hmm. uh, who locally go around, you know, keeping keeping physical media alive. They do shout outs to us. Uh, they do a show where they show weekly what they pick up locally yep. here. You can find them on YouTube. You find some really neat stuff. Yep. Uh, majority of the time. Find them on YouTube. Exactly. They're on Facebook. Uh, they're starting up a retro convention that we will be very much somehow uh, incorporated into. Yeah. Uh, and then in addition to those guys who are fantastic, I want to do a quick shout out to Brad Crawford, who's the filmmaker behind 100 Yen, uh, the Japanese arcade experience. You might have heard of this documentary. It's been featured in a lot of gaming avenues, as it were. I think it was featured on Joystick and stuff like that, too. Uh, it's a fantastic documentary. I met the guy this week. He's awesome. He... he like the most talk talk toable guy, like not a weird like, filmmaker. Yeah, uh, just, just a dude. Just just a dude who had an idea and, and committed it to film, and, <laughs> and really likes video games. And I, he gave me a free copy of his movie, so I really appreciate. Oh, that's really that. nice. I was really nice of him. Yeah, yeah. And what was really cool is it was filmed majority in where I was like three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so it was neat to see all the stuff. And then for us to compare our, our experiences mm-hmm. as Western gamers going over there and kind of experiencing. And that's that's what he's very passionate about. He's just like, it's so neat. Like, it's hard to explain this gaming culture uh, until you go experience it for yourself. Um, how, how it could possibly work and function we're here we just we don't have anything like this yeah uh and you know well i'm sure we'll get into my japan trip and video games at some point (laughs) but uh we've already ran quite long oh so long so long everyone that is the uh the podcast though that is episode zero zero one we're back in two weeks which will probably be just after christmas we'll talk about what we got i guess Expecting well, any video game related stuff for Christmas? Um, maybe I got a little something. Copy, of, copy of Res and the a pre, Panda a pre-order of uh, Diablo 3's Reaper of Souls. Maybe? Is that coming out around Christmas? Uh, no, it's coming out. Well, there's no solid release date yet, but I, I'm hoping for that maybe and a couple other things. I don't know. Well, well, we'll fantastic, see. Rob. Indeed. Yeah. So for myself, Lee, and for Rob, charge those meters. We'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>